Oh, oh, shit. I'll, I'll be right back. What the fuck? No, it's fine. Does he know we started? Yeah, no. I mean, he just started with something important. Okay. I think he's getting in his car and leaving. I just heard the ignition ignition start. I, I, Guys, I can see that he's gone. I smell gas. I don't know how to do this. I what? can't do this. I can't do this without, without Welcome. Andy. Uh, hold on, hold on. We need yeah, to together. We all do one word. Welcome, sucker. Fuck, we the... fucked up already. God, God damn it. Welcome to two. God, <laughs> fuck. Welcome to the Let's Campfire. play Concentration. No repeats or hesitation. John goes first, Flask goes second. The topic is the Broken Campfire introduction. John? Well, you know what? Andy, campfire. I want to tell you something. I don't know this game. You used to do that when we were young. You used to do that when we were young kids. And I hate it. it every time. Me and Lydia went with That was was one of me and Eagle's favorite bits on GTA 4, like the 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 after hours to play concentration. You get shot if you Yeah, you you say something you say okay. The the way the real game works, you know. Let's play concentration. No repeats or hesitation. I go first. John goes second. The topic is game consoles, and then we would just keep circling around. You know, I would say sixty-four. John would say PlayStation Two. Flask would say GameCube, etc. Then the next round, Flask would say N sixty-four because he forgot and he would get killed. What an idiot! He would Sounds get like killed, me. wouldn't he? Dude, and, and you know what? And he would get killed like that. Yeah. Right. But yeah. uh... That that's our show, folks. That was, this has been the Broken Campfire podcast, and I've been your host, Andy, with uh, John, Flash, Greg, and Vito, the regulars. In other words, that'll um, be fifty dollars for this month. And you guys don't can like that match at brokencampfire@gmail.com. dot com. All right, and to start the roundtable, Flash, why don't you uh, lead our listeners out with uh, a roundtable? Right, this is like the epilogue. Right. Okay. Sure. Epilogue um, part one. <laughs> the flask. Uh, okay, well, yeah, I uh, I finished up Middle-Earth Shadow of War. Um, still, you know, fun gameplay. The story gets even worse than I thought it would. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, you know. Plan protagonist right. cast of unlikable characters, especially is there. It, is, is it bad because it's bad Lord of the Rings, or is it just also a bad narrative? You see what Both. I'm saying? Both. I see. Yeah, especially their uh, hooded elf assassin OC, who is just like a jerk the, the whole game, and by her very nature, assassinates Galadriel's character. <laughs> uh, is is she yeah, is she Galadriel? No, no, but she works for Galadriel and by oh, her, by existing assassinates Galadriel's character from the books. Oh. Uh, yeah. Weird. Uh, ruinous. And the ending is stupid and it thinks it's cool, but, uh, you know, complaining about the story. 
feels like picking low-hanging fruit, so whatever. Um, sure. I do want to complain about one thing gameplay-wise. Um, What's that? The gameplay is focused around planning out your attack. And then once you're in the fight, it's all about the rhythm. You know, you're, you're slashing, you're parrying, you're uh, shooting arrows, using the environment, everything. Uh, but there's one thing that just annihilates your plans and your rhythm, which is the camera pulling... Th- sorry, like, the camera being pulled by the monologues that happen whenever an orc captain notices you. Uh, got him. <laughs> I'm sorry, So what? say goodbye... Okay, so when whenever an, a captain, an orc captain, uh, who's part of the nemesis system, notices you, like sees you, um, it, the camera pulls over to that captain, and he has like a little monologue where he kind of shows off his personality. Well, and well, it's supposed well. To be, yeah, completely, it's supposed to be like completely away from you, or just like dra- yes. like skews. Oh wow. Oh no! Yeah, like it take like you're not in the scene at all anymore. It's yes. just him. But you're, yeah, but it's, you're like, still in the fight, though. Like you're still you're getting your ass. It freezes the action, but it interrupts whatever you were doing. So if you were oh, mid gotcha. fight, it's just like okay, yeah. stop, and you have yeah, no idea game, what like, your situation yeah. you were in. <laughs> all from so a say goodbye to whatever you were doing or whatever Didn't strategy you were pulling show off around here. Because like, oh, okay. <laughs> this orc has to have the spotlight. To say his yeah. funny orc dialogue. Rat rat smasher. Uh, and then usually you just you beat the, the shit out of him like a second later. Yeah. Booger well, muncher. hopefully. Oh, one more tough. I do like the nemesis system. I do like it. That The nemesis system is, of course, great. But uh, it's just like a completely immersion-breaking interruption, too. Because the captain is like talking as a free action <laughs> so they can ramble on for like three minutes oh and yeah just, you, it you. just it, the camera just goes back to wherever you were whatever you were doing and it's like oh shit i'm like i'm thrown off completely i hate games that have good flow and then like by some dumb design choice interrupt yes. it and kill the flow and the flow is especially good in this you know because it got that that uh that sort of flowing combat gameplay um and you just left standing there like an asshole. <laughs> you could, I mean, you could just have like the, a character portrait in the bottom right of your screen with like the line read out loud. <laughs> oh yeah, like a little and, star fox and, te- and text uh... or something. Like. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say a picture-in-picture of Talion's face listening to the orcs dialogue. No, 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 no. That would actually, yes. No, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like frozen in midair, mid-swipe with his sword. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. All right, so you're Gorbog the uh, the uns- insufferable. I got gotcha. you. Um, oh, also, uh, at one point you have to go back to the starting area again, and who should show up in my game but the guy I killed five fucking times at the beginning of the game. Uh, he's back like nothing happened for a sixth visit. And unlike the first five times, scratch, though, dude. it was just a scratch. That cutting in half... <laughs> was just a flesh wound. It was, you nicked him. Yeah. Uh, but I did have the ability to dominate him this time, unlike at the beginning of the game. So I made him no, my bodyguard. And uh, I guess good did come of that, because I had an immortal bodyguard. <laughs> oh, so he yeah. would just rush in to protect me, and apparently is unkillable. So that worked out. Shadow of War. Um, another thing I Welcome wanted to in. talk about. Yes, for the game... 
play. Yes. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's fun if you like that sort of thing. All right. Let's um, go. another thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, WandaVision ended. Um, season's over. I don't even know if they're going to do more of that show. I was going to um, ask, is it, is it like uh, cliffhanger se- sequel hooky? Well, yes, but probably more for the movies that she's going to be appearing in uh, after this. I so see. Pro- so it's more, I, it's, more it's unclear like her whether they're going to make more of the show. Yeah. I see. There's no need for the show to, to continue, necessarily. Yes, it could end here. could be over. Um, by the end of this season, though, I wasn't quite as enamored with the show as I had been. Um, I, I'm not sure what I was expecting, but it sort of left me feeling not super satisfied. It, it wasn't bad, and it had, you know, a bunch of things that I think were done well. Like I, you know, me and John kind of talked it up. Um, I think I liked the parts better than the sum after everything is said and done. And uh, there was one aspect in particular that definitely disappointed me, which was um. <clears throat> Again, I won't say it, but the the follow through on the plot line from it was introduced at the end of episode five, I believe, which uh, had so much potential in my head. And I was very excited after that, but ultimately really let me down. Um, I mean, I wasn't looking at like fan theories or even trying to like narrow down what I thought would happen, my speculation. But mm-hmm. I, was, I was just waiting to see what they do with it. And it managed to completely squander a very intriguing development or what could have been one. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people had that feeling. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, but I also, I don't think, by how it ended, I don't even think it, it rules out that that being a possibility. Uh, it doesn't? I don't, know, I don't know how much we want to go into spoilers. I would say st- straight away from spoilers, but I, I would agree with you that hopefully, I, I just hold out hope that they could salvage it later, you know? Yeah, I definitely think they're going, and I definitely, I don't think there's going to be, I mean, I don't have any knowledge, like whatever they've been reported, but just... I don't think there's going to be another season. It really felt like mm-hmm. this was just, like you said, bridging the gap into the Doctor... Because, you know, she's like on the cover of like the Doctor Strange movie, <laughs> the next one. Yes, she's going to be appearing in that. Uh, and, like, like yeah, it, it did. It did a good job of wrapping up the WandaVision story by also, like, leave, you know, opening a bunch of bridges. Like, there's, there's a bridge that leaves to the next Captain Marvel movie in there. You know, there's yes. a bridge that leaves... You know, to the uh, Doctor Strange movie, and you know, there's even uh, like I said, there's a thing or two that you know a lot of people were upset. They had these theories, and they you know they made sense at at the time, but they didn't pan out. <laughs> and uh, I mean, they still could, they just didn't in um in those episodes. Yeah, I wasn't even so, like, so, uh, <laughs> no, go ahead. Well, I mean, I I haven't seen the show, and I don't know these theories, but like sometimes you, you oftentimes you prefer that. You know, those of those of you who are watching Westworld week to week might know that by uh, I'm talking about season one by mm-hmm. like episode two, Reddit like the top posts of the subreddit were fan theories that pretty much outlined what was going to happen that season. One of the major twists. <laughs> That's were. true. Getting most of them right. Yeah. And like, even if you're not following that stuff, you start seeing it like super easily. You know what I mean? What, what yeah, is, well, I think in this case, it's a little sorry, different. Wanna, you know, it's because Marvel has tangent. so many characters, you know, people, like, assume, oh, this bad guy has to be behind this because, you know, this thing. And while it could make sense, right. I mean, you know, the fucking bad guys are always doing shit. It could also be something else. Uh, right. So I think, yeah, part of it was, like, a little bit of that. Part of it was just people 
really wanted to see X character in the MCU. Oh, I so guess they were, you, you know, yeah. trying to will it into existence. Right. Like I said, there's still so much open uh, for it. You know, all the things could still happen. I think people are just... They did do a little bit of a bait and switch. I'll say that, but I still thought it was cool. I mean, that's what I was saying. Like, yeah. you know, there's rampant speculation online based on, oh, th- you know, this connection in the comics and what could happen. But I was not invested in any of that. I just wanted to see where they would go with it, you know, what their creative yeah. vision led to. But yeah, I, I, I honestly just as... Maybe it's because I'm a comic book guy and I'm a comic book movie enjoyer that I expected something and I feel like I got sort of a slap in the face, <laughs> sort of nothing, you know, or, yeah, or I worse feel than you. nothing in this what, show you, at least. What'd you think about the like if the final fight between the the characters? I, you know what, in retrospect, you know, there was I like think two, I'm okay with it. or I guess it was like three different fights going on technically. Yeah. I liked one of the fights a lot actually. In, in retrospect. Um, another one of the fights was like fine for it's a Marvel fight, you know? I feel like we have I feel um, like we have the exact same opinion yeah. on this then. Yeah. But one of the fights, I think you know which one was just like really a cool concept where it led to. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. So that, that was neat. Yeah, all in all, I mean, if you, I mean, I, I give it a thumbs up. Uh, if you like the MCU or whatever, definitely check it out. I would still recommend it as sort of like a sort of an outstanding uh, representative of this sort of this sort of genre you know yeah that being said yeah i'm still very weary but next week you know i believe and i i could be wrong but i'm actually 90 99% positive i believe they have a new cuz you know um winter soldier starts next week i think mm-hmm. there's like a new marvel you know episode or like movie coming out like every week until the end of the year uh, starting with the Winter Soldier. You mean just like every week is going to be an episode of something? Well, yeah, well, yeah. So it'll be so many weeks of the Winter Soldier. When that ends, I think maybe like it's Loki or something. The Loki show will pick up, and yeah, there's right. just a continuous stream. Well, there'll be you know at least you know one Marvel something a week until the end of the God. year. Uh, which yeah, it sounds nauseating. Like I, I enjoyed WandaVision. I give it the thumbs up. I'm still pretty weary. I'll check out you know uh, Winter Soldier, Falcon uh, Man. But yeah. just from the trailer, it, it you know it seemed more of a buddy cop action, uh, which could, yeah, could be good. But could yeah, be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah could be good. So I'll I like. Say I mean, I like good. the Captain America movies. So if it's like that, I would enjoy. But it. I like. Uh, I don't really know what what other movies has the Winter Soldier been in. Sebastian Stan. Yeah, is that his name? See, I don't even know his name. Yeah, um, he's one of those guys for me that's like a chameleon. He just disappears into whatever role he's playing. I could definitely um, see that. Yeah, because he's. I, I can't know. even think of. He's like, got a, movies a normal guy. Definitely normal white dude stuff. face. Yeah. I've definitely seen him in stuff, though. And he's like one of those guys you're just like, oh, yeah, he's good. You know, whatever he's in. He's yeah, fine. I get you. Yeah, and then what? Uh, Falcon with Sam Worthington? Um, is that his name? Anthony make that Mackie? Up? Anthony Mackie? Who's Sam, Sam Worthington? Sam Worthington is a. a an actor who was in wait isn't that the guy from like avatar maybe <laughs> avatar and terminator uh so i guess i like him too yeah uh but anyway, yeah i like the falcon i don't really care about Winter soldier uh but you know we'll see mm-hmm. all right i'm i'm uh, i'm gonna be on board for the marvel shows <laughs> yeah you'll, you'll surely get my opinion about some oh, what's that shows. dude in avatar yeah, he's playing the Falcon now. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Anthony Mackie's Whoops. out. Maybe I was thinking of Sam Wilson. That's the, that's the Falcon's actual 
name, right? Yes, Sam Wilson okay. is his character's name. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's all um, come together. Yeah. And then uh, the last little thing I want to talk about is uh, I've been catching up on the uh, Shingeki no Kyojin manga. Which is Attack on Titan for all you uh, oh. guys. Oh. <laughs> Pathetic. Don't worry. You're, you, wait, I'm sorry. You said you're catching up on the anime or the manga? Manga. I have caught Manga's, up. Now. Aren't they like one chapter away or something? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's only one chapter. Uh, next month? Yep. April 9th. Uh, the end is near. Is and uh, well? No. Yes. <laughs> Well, all right. No, I know a little. Depends, I know a little spoilers. I, I, well, no, no, no. I don't mean well for the character. I just oh. mean you think it's gonna be written well. Oh, There's gonna be yeah. a cop out ending, cool. like, and then they pulled out and they weren't in the snow globe. Do you imagine if they weren't in a snow globe? Jesus. <laughs> the veto so snow globe theory extends to every <laughs> form of media. Hey, everything's um, in a snow globe. Right. See, I'm excited for right at the last chapter they discover Aaron has a twin and this twin theory just all comes together immediately. Oh, hell yeah. oh. Aaron? <laughs> Baron? <laughs> Near. N-E-R-E. Um, so are you going to watch the anime now? or uh... Maybe at some point. I'm not really like planning for watching the anime. I, I think I mentioned on a previous Ooh. podcast that I have in the past I had caught up at a certain point uh, years ago, and then I hadn't kept up with it. Now I have gone back and uh, just started blasting through it. I didn't really expect to read it this quickly, but I have already caught up. Uh, so I only have that one chapter left that's coming out next month. Um, it's a quick read. You know, it's, it's actually quite well written, in my opinion. And it... Uh, I think it demonstrates that you can write real stories in manga without necessarily becoming esoteric and sort of like <laughs> impressionistic, you know, like it, it, it deals with some real shit. I agree. Uh, I think it's going to be like a, I don't know, I don't know, it's a little, in, in terms of anime, I think it's going to be a modern classic. Like people are going to look back on yeah, you know, Attack on Titan, you know, 10, 20 years and like, oh yeah, that's, that's a good and you got to check that one out. Yeah, I would agree. It keeps this nice balance of, you know, keeping the stakes high while uh, revealing new developments with with what I consider some real craft. And it uh, keeps a solid pace. Um, And you get to see giant people fight and little people fight giant giant people. people All the bases are covered. Giant people making weird poses on buildings. Yeah. (laughs) And screaming. Um that being said, sometimes I feel like it's trying a little bit too hard to stay on that knife's edge of, of tension, keeping stake, stakes like redlining uh, to the point where I got annoyed at certain developments for sort of perpetuating conflict in a way that it's not it didn't feel totally realistic. Um, I, I can't fault it that much, but as, as a reader, it feels like the story enjoyed subverting expectations at as many turns as it could just to keep things like crazy and there were some points that i was like okay i I, like i get it um but i will say by the by the later reveals um 
I, okay, so like there were points at which I felt like the overarching mysteries were answered. So I, I knew them, the, the answers to everything. And I thought I was, you know, confident in that knowledge. And I felt like my interest started to wane at points. Um, because it was coming, becoming sort of a different beast than it had been early on with like all the action. Now it was becoming like political, political drama. Um, but I will say that yeah. as the ending approached, even though you're not always exactly clear on the, on the true nature of like, all the, the characters' motivations, it really does pick up again. Some of the last huge revelations in the story are just super cool, I think. And and they totally recontextualize things in a really satisfying way. Um it it made me think. <laughs> it made me look back, which I always enjoy. I always enjoy when a story reveals new information that makes you look back and see things, right. events from early on are different. Like, sure. and it oh yeah, technically, don't even even like earlier. I mean, you know, I I mean, I know little spoilers of of like uh, up until the end stuff. But, you know, even in like uh, I guess anime terms, you know, season, you know, even like one and two, yeah, you'll see stuff like like you go back and watch, and you're like, oh dude, they like spelled it out right in front of you. Absolutely. But you know, I was uh, just too blind to see. Yeah. ReZero does that as well. Uh, yeah, that's a okay. good. So, so it's good when a show can get away with that. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy it. So I'm I'm looking forward to the, the sort of Danny Maw of the last chapter. Um Yeah. I'm uh I'm I'm pretty satisfied with it actually. Like it's it's a good manga. Good manga. Not sure, I haven't watched the anime yet, but I'll probably get to it at some point. That's it for me. For you know it's like moving manga, right? Alright. And they cool. color it what? for you. And wait, they, so yeah. the pictures you don't have to are read. in sequence, <clears throat> and they it's, have to read. Uh, it's like a right flip left. Well, hold on, hold on. I'll even uh, it's it's in sequence, in you color. Don't even have to turn the page. They color. talk for you, and <laughs> sometimes they even add stuff. Truly, sometimes they probably take away stuff. I mean, I'm sure they have. Uh, most of the time, they usually take away stuff. But sometimes they we add stuff. Oh. It's, it's just after after all that level. it's it's very often worse. I don't read manga, so I'm just going to disagree with you. <laughs> I don't. Well, I, I don't read manga or watch anime. So. <laughs> uh, also, hold on. No, no I'll. I, this is a, one undisputable fact. I don't think that manga could ever truly be better for the for the one and true reason. That anime has badass music while, yep. like, you know, the stuff's going on. Music is and cool. I guess Intro you could themes. turn on music while you're reading, but, like, you know, I'm trying to read. <laughs> turn this shit off. It's distracting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're distracting me with that epic music. Turn it off. From my you perspective, know? though, I one of the th benefits I think manga has over uh, anime that really matters to me is the ability to set my own pace. Because anime has a lot, oftentimes, yeah, I can I smell say, that. frequently, has a lot of, like, drawn-out <laughs> portions, you know, drawn-out character stuff, drawn-out yeah. scenes of, like, waiting for some, the next thing to happen, um, just dealing with emotions, emotions. And in a manga, I can sort of just blast you through Skip all that junk. It. Not skip it, but just yeah, read at a fast junk. pace. Uh, and only slow down when I run and really take in what I'm reading, you know. You skim right over that. Like, bloop. I just tear the pages out, eat them. Yeah. So that's part of what I like about the manga experience. But I would like to see these advanced uh, pictures someday. <laughs> sure. Advanced pictures. Oh, they're advanced. Well, All right. 
Speaking of our uh, CEO of Dance Pictures, Greg, how are you doing? Oh. What have you been up to these last couple weeks? Hey, it's me. I'm going to talk about Hi, games Greg. first, then I'm going to talk about the things I watched. Okay. Uh, so, I've been playing Neo 2 with Kurt and uh, Knoxville. We just actually beat the main story. We started the DLC today. It is a... Uh, oh, cool. I, it's a pretty there... decent story, but really, I was just there to punch demons. I gotta be honest. As you do, yeah. And uh, I punched the shit out of some demons. It's a pretty good game. I uh, I mean, I like the first one. First? I was gonna say, yeah, I like it a lot better than the first one. It's uh, what is it? Uh, it's like it, apparently what Kurt says. It's uh, one of those ninja guy. It's like a ninja Gaiden game. Uh, he says it similar plays a lot. That, yeah, he p- says it plays okay. a lot similar to that uh, compared to Dark Souls. But um, I'm using a weapon right now called the Switchglaive, and it literally feels like I'm playing Bloodborne with how uh, <laughs> how it works. It's pretty cool. <clears throat> um, well, who's Neo developed by? Uh, Team Ninja. Well, right there, you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you yeah. Go. Like I know. Uh, because that Hayabusa 35 collection that are, they announced, they added a, a a Ryu Hayabusa skin. I guess his original skin to the game, and you were able to download it for free. Oh, so like for Kurt specifically? Yeah, literally. He literally <laughs> that was it came out, and the first thing that we saw when he came in was he had it on already. We we're like, damn, dude, give it like Natural. a minute. No. But it's cool. Your only Good play story. through that was uh, with with the crew. Yeah, you played it single player because it's it's no, probably so, like a way different game, right? It's probably way no, harder. not really. It's just the same mission. I don't know. I haven't played it by myself. I would guess. Uh, I there are some missions you have to do solo, and some of them are incredibly easy, and some are so fucking difficult. I'm like, uh, it's right. usually. I just I haven't done a half of them or some Doesn't of them. Does that game get like compared to uh, Dark Souls, like kind of the same sort of deal? Well, yeah, it has been compared. It get, it's compared to Dark Souls. I guess it has. It's been more compared to Ninja Gaiden because of how it's set up. I have no idea though. I've never played Ninja Gaiden. Are there like combos and shit? There are combos. There is an, like skill trees. There's a bunch of weapons you can pick. You can have armor sets. Uh, they added these new things called Spirit Mode, where you turn into a yokai, you can collect spirit cores. Oh, shit, that's cool. From demons, and you can use special powers. It's really cool, and a lot of them look really good. They have a really good enemy design, and a pretty decent story. And all <laughs> there's also a song that uh, constantly plays, and every time we hear it, <laughs> we... Uh, I don't remember, I don't remember what the hell shake the song's called. Ding, yeah, we just constantly hear the <laughs> shake that thing, Miss Galeone, and we just start cracking up and fucking singing that song. The game? Yeah, well, it's when a certain monster will attack you. Uh, it plays a song, and the song sounds so similar to the end, uh, to that song. Uh, so, I get you. It's like the same Kurt, beat. Uh, we were literally like all playing it, and we just start like. Kurt would randomly sing it, I, ra- I randomly sing it, Knox would randomly sing it. Like, it does sound like that. Real? What the <laughs> fuck? And then we ended up finding a video, like, 
pretty much someone just put that sound on, like them fighting a monster, and then had that song playing. It was really fun. That's pretty amazing that that you guys were not the first to think of that. Yeah, dude, we were like, Dan, yeah, that's crazy. Jody and Rebecca. <laughs> Um, so there's that. I bought a new game called Rogue Heroes, The Ruins of Tassos. I've talked about it a few times, or not not like on here, but I've brought it up a few times in the Discord. I'll watch you play a little bit. It is uh, basically a Link to the Past clone, uh, where you go into a dungeon um, to beat these old uh, ancient uh, gods, like bald titans. But the thing man. is... All the dungeons are uh, procedurally de- generated. Oh, sweet. So, yeah, and it's four-player co-op. Hence and you way. have, like, a bunch of uh, bunch of uh, classes that you can pick. You have, like, knight, ranger, uh, witch, mage, all these other ones. I've only gotten to the first dungeon, or I've only just beat the first dungeon yesterday. But it is a very cool game. Sweet. Hmm. Um, let's see, what else? What else, what else, what else, what else? You said Link to the Past clone. Yeah. Okay. Like, the uh, SNES Link to the Past? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. That's pretty much all I've played. Um, <clears throat> we've watched Star Wars. Uh, episode, did we talk about episode three? Star or was, did we delay it? Uh, no, we may we not have. I don't think I don't we think did. Think, <clears throat> uh, all right. A couple days well, ago, right? No, we watched Rogue One. No. Uh, that was but, last Monday. Yeah, because it would have been last Monday, and we haven't had a podcast since Yes, so. alright. So we watched Star Wars Episode 3. I've officially seen all six movies. <laughs> I was so happy to see General Grievous in that movie. I think he is oh, such a boy. cool character. Uh, overall, I like the movie. I thought Anakin was pathetic the entire movie. I don't know. <laughs> I I so I always saw the memes. Like I always heard you guys talking about like the meme, like well from my point of view the youngs are evil, and I was like that's really <laughs> funny. But like what would I? But literally that's what he tries to like convey. And I'm like what the fuck are you talking about, bro? It's like well, well from you know, my point of view the Jedi yeah, from, are evil. Yeah, I'm like oh uh, you killed a bunch of kids and you were calling people to a temple to murder them. That's it's pretty kids fucked wrong. Up. Yeah. <laughs> right, but he's got baby on the way, so he he's uh, going to be a dad. So Yeah, you didn't really think your uh, wife was going to be like, oh, you know, I'm cool with this, whatever. And then, well, she's, uh, you know, subservient. But other than that, I like it. I thought the, uh, the last fight was cool. Um... Trying to think of other things because it's been so long and I've forgotten everything about that movie. I thought it was, it was just uh, it was pretty decent. I thought it was Def- like uh, ultimately pretty. It was like okay as a movie. I thought it was fine. I mean, it was a tainted cool lightsaber battle. It had, it had yeah. some cool scenes. It was a cool lightsaber battle. I don't know if this uh, is e- uh... e. McDermott was really great in it. Palpatine. I thought he was great. Pretty much all of his scenes are good. Well, I don't know if this is like a uh, very popular opinion, but I like the one, two, three, the prequels. I like them better than the uh, <laughs> the eighties ones. But mainly hey, that's because I, I really, opinion. I really, I dig the drones. I dig some of the drones were fucking annoying. I'll give it that. But um, 
I was a very big fan of them. I mean, they were all all. I was gonna say they're all really good, but they're not all really good. I like the '80s movies a lot, but there's just something about uh, the first three movies. I'm like, I don't know. These are these are. I like these ones. There's okay. something there, maybe because maybe because. Well, there's an attempt at charm to him. I was gonna say maybe it was because, in my opinion, or like when I for, when I would always hear about Star Wars, I'd think about like you know lightsabers and Jedi's. I'm like, oh fuck, dude, that's pretty cool. But you know, Star Wars is stupid, so whatever. Uh, and now watching Star Wars, you know, in the first ones, it was like, oh, Jedi are you know, they're done. They're going. Ex- they're extinct. And in these ones, the Jedi are like a big thing. And I I enjoyed that a lot more. Right. I do actually like the Old Republic era a lot. Um, not not really even specifically the prequel era, but like thousands of years before that, like the Knights of the Republic and the comic Knights of the Republic. And um, we got the, the Jedi because the Jedi Republic is like or the Jedi Council is super strong. There's so many Jedi everywhere and everything. Yeah, I, I just think it's like an interesting dynamic of like this how this the Jedi and Sith are constantly in this sort of tug of war uh, with the galaxy. And it's like, sometimes the Jedi will be more prominent. Sometimes the Sith will be, and they'll have wars and involve other factions like the Mandalorians. And so like all that, all that history was really neat. I say was really neat. Um, <laughs> Cause they don't care about that shit no more. Uh, but yeah, I can understand why it would be like, I, I, I liked the prequels when I was younger because of those same reasons. Like, I, I liked that the Jedi were prominent, I liked the lightsaber fights, and I liked, uh, you know, just, they were, you know, they're fun. Exactly. That's, uh, they were fun movies to me. That's what I definitely did. I probably would not have liked those if I was watching them by myself. I probably would not have watched any of them. <laughs> I mean, like, the I'm sure the group experience was a, a boon. Well, the group, group experience elevates all. Yeah, yes. General Grievous. General Grievous. Cool. He was cool. He got uh, he got beaten pretty badly. It was pretty embarrassing. He did just get shot. On the and then it was a little fucked up that uh, yeah, it was a little fucked up also when Obi killed him, and then he proceeded to run back, and his corpse was still there when the plane. <laughs> oh yeah, you see, uh, that's uh, General Grievous where we left him smoldering. Yeah, no one likes on like ah. But uh, we watched that. That's all for episode three. We also watched Rogue no. One. I uh, watched that yesterday, right? Yeah, yesterday. Andy, you were going to say something? No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was um, just going to bring up Rogue One. Uh, we watched it. And I could tell you uh, literally nothing about that movie. That movie, I feel like, was so forgettable for me. <laughs> uh, the main scene that sticks out is when that robot... That one robot was kind of sticking out and or bashing people's heads. Yeah, ba- <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was an evil robot. Yeah, he was mean, a good evil robot, John. I I actually uh, really liked the movie my first time around, um, but I think that was mostly because of the second half, and it was a cool spectacle to see in theaters. All the dude, I think and everything. I think the Death uh, Star but, is way cooler. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I just want to see real quick. I think the Death Star is way cooler how it was uh, when they're like shooting it with one engine where it's like mm. blowing up giant chunks of the planet. 
I think that's it just way does damage cooler. instead of obliterating a planet. Yeah, I think that is such a cooler weapon, other than just, oh, everything's gone, you're done. I actually agree with you there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh... Like, just... It provides, were, like, a uh, lot of threat without being yeah. just an end-all, be-all. Right. Like, when they did it to that first city, and you're... They're watching it coming, and you're like, oh, well, mm-hmm. we gotta get the fuck off. That looked cool. Yeah, it's like more akin yeah. to like a nuclear bomb or something that we can understand, you know? Scary. Right. I, can, I can relate to the bomb. Yeah, but did you yeah. guys see the Death Star, though? Y- yeah. What? Yeah. Death balls? The death, the... I can relate to the Death Star. Murder, murder ball? The fear sphere, yeah. <laughs> fear sphere. <laughs> uh, you know, I think the... The scary cylinder? Like, that movie, I, I liked it a lot the first time I saw it. Theater and spectacle. The second time I saw it, though, I really did not like it all that much. I mean, the the action, I still agree that, or I still think that, basically, the movie gets significantly better after the scene where Ray, where, where they say the Rogue One, where they say the line. <laughs> the, movie, the, the movie after that is like a totally different movie than the movie before it, and it's a much better movie. Where they actually like have, the movie, like, a plan of action, and then action happens. Right. Like, the first half of the movie is just aimless wandering without, like, a real plan, or without, like, a real, like, you know, you don't have a real thread to draw with, with all these boring-ass characters. Set up. Set like, Jen, Jen, like, Jen Erso is the same fucking character throughout the whole movie, and she she's the protagonist. It's insane. Like, she, 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 does, no, she does no growth. I mean, she's basically a Mary Sue. She just, everything goes right for Her character is that she rebels. It's like, what the fuck? She, <laughs> she did that in the very first scene of the movie. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> that's not a character arc. That's like, that's just a personality trait. And the whole, whole movie is about her doing that over and over. This is a Rogue One, isn't it? But anyway, that, you know, she sure one. was a Rogue One. That's that's me getting on a rant. It's just all the characters suck in that movie. I feel like there's no likable character uh, on the on the good guys. On the I actually think the bad guy characters are. Oh, really uh, Donnie Yen. Yeah, I mean he's he's alright. He's one with the Force. Yeah, that was but, cool. Uh, I did I like think... uh, I did like Grand Moff Tarkin and the director. Um, even Krennic. though Moff Tarkin was like a. Yeah, Krennic. You know, Tarkin was like a digital insert. I thought he was one of my favorite characters in the movie. Yeah, Peter Cushing's uh, resurrected presence is nice. <laughs> if you can get over the the fact that they exhumed him, then right. uh, him his character being there is is fun, is neat. And there's it's also a decent a of- movie, and it's okay. like. It's no, it's just it's like it's only the best one of the new Star Trek movie, Star Wars movies. Jesus, I've never done that. Star Wars movies, Yikes. Uh, even the, just because it's like decent as opposed to having a lot of flaws, you know? Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I, mean, I, think, I think it's go ahead. Oh, say, I mean, I just think it's the biggest uh, annoyance is just the stupid insert. This character here for yes. no other reason. Oh yeah, that's that, that's he's there. That's what I was gonna get get on. Yeah, I mean it's all about this movie is guilty of it, just like all the other movies. Like Star Wars is always going to suck now, and it's because it's made by fucking advertising people. It's not made yes. by people with like passion for the thing, you know. 
they, they it's not going to try anything new. It's going to. I don't know. They want people yeah, to clap. I'm, I'm going to try and look it up. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was like a pig face, another guy, a, like a collector's figure from like a Rogue <laughs> sure. One series. You know, like they put him in just so they can make the the figure. Panda Baba is my favorite character from Star Wars. I have his action figure. I was doing some Rogue digging in, uh, apparently in the official canon Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Um, I don't know if it's a comic book or a book or whatever. But anyway, there's a scene, or oh, there's man. a line where Luke references Jyn Erso. And he's like, <laughs> if you mean we're going to do this like Jyn Erso, then, or so, in, in that kind of way. Way and it's like, oh, okay, so that new Rogue Squadron movie is going to be like a, a spiritual sequel to Rogue One. I get it now. That's an element that I completely forgot about, but because I, I was never like a reader of the Rogue One novels, which are apparently actually pretty damn good, um, and mm-hmm. had had a lot of fans. Um, but I forget if there was like backlash for for sort of co opting the uh, the the property of the Rogue Squadron. For use mm-hmm. in this unrelated movie about that was just like inventing new stuff for in between the movies, I, I don't remember if there was like a response from from readers. What, but I, what I could imagine there being though? such a thing. Oh yeah, they do call it Rogue Squadron. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but that was like yeah. a thing, you know, decades yeah, 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 before for the sure, movie. For sure. For I sure, wonder yeah, if people were a, mad about that. They probably were. Probably. This is what we get. But yeah, that's, that's Star Wars. I, I I don't know. We got another movie to watch next week. But what is it going to be? We we doing more Star Wars or we moving on? I would say spin the wheel that we watch. Uh, what the fuck was that movie you guys wanted to watch? Andy, you wanted to watch Spaceballs. Spaceballs. I say we yeah. I say we watch Spaceballs and then we find a new uh something new. I think series? we should stick to uh, new series because I think it, it keeps everyone invested. You know. Yeah, I'm thinking. What about uh, I'm gonna throw this out right now. I'm not saying yes. I'm just throwing it out for digesting. Now, Spaceballs is great, but I'm saying after Spaceballs, The Matrix because I feel like we we have some Matrix Ooh. versions here. I I'm watch a the Matrix. Matrix fan. I would uh, love there's... to uh, tie that in by watching the Animatrix. Yeah, I've never I'm seen on that. my uh, OVA kick or whatever. Yeah, it's a great movie. Has everybody here about, seen the Matrix? I've I seen, think I've seen uh, half of the first one. I've, I think I've seen all of them in like pieces. Or I'm the sure Matrix. I've seen all of the first one at some point, but it's not a movie like I could recall easily. Matrix yeah. Two have like a sex scene in the beginning. It does, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've seen that in theaters. It was awkward. <laughs> That's the only thing he remembers about it. Well, I can't in 2003, so I was probably, well, I was probably like 12 or 13. So yeah, it was very, very, you know, you, you don't want to be in those. Uh, Did you watch that with Grand Grand? In the in the no, I was in theaters with Meemaw. <laughs> you know, this is a rated R movie, maybe. What don't make eye Matrix? contact with Meemaw during the Matrix. Yeah, the Matrix two. Sex scene. Matrix, yeah. Yeah, it's a rated R movie, but I couldn't just walk in there. Always. Actually, I wasn't even I was 13. I couldn't do it in uh, PG-13. I don't know why I was in that movie. That's not a movie for a child. No. You don't like, That's hilarious. You don't like, you don't like it wasn't even that good of a movie. No. 
Even at the trial, you know, they, eh, the the Matrix was my favorite, favorite movie when I was that age, though. So I definitely was watching them at yeah. that point. The Ma- I mean, the Matrix One is one of the best sci-fi movies. I, I love Matrix One. Yeah, really good. it's great. Fantastic, uh, Greg. What else we got? We're still on your roundtable, I think. Technically speaking. Yeah, uh, I have one movie, or not movie. I'm sorry. There's one more thing I have to talk about. Me and Noxo have been watching a series. Uh, we started a few weeks ago. We watched one episode. Uh, this week we've watched uh, fourteen episodes of it. Oh my god! It's um ninety day fiance, but to be exact, <laughs> we're watching ninety day fiance season four before the ninety days. She, they can do that. So day zero. Yeah. So, but how do their cameras go back? Um, Origins. basically, episode one, it starts, episode, like, the first three episodes, they show it, like, introducing the people, and, um, you get to really start to know them, and some of these people are pretty decent, other people are shitty, and then by the end, you realize everyone's a fucking moron, <laughs> and you start feeling really good about yourself. Let me tell you, if Wait, you're having fucking... The- What's the Gormio? premise though? What what's the premise exactly? Right. It's like so. The mail premise order is fries yeah. or something or no? Please, if it was, I'd no, probably be on the show. So, ninety day fiance will take two random people, or they take two people. Uh, usually, it's their dating. Uh, they find these people, and they're like, usually people who are dating someone from another country, like this one people, this one group, for example, uh, Stephanie and Erica, because I just watched them. Uh, Erica was from Australia. Stephanie is from uh, Brooklyn, I think. Maybe. In Brooklyn. And uh, there they were dating for a while, and um, or I guess they were talking online for a while. And she decided, Stephanie decided to go to uh, Australia to like hang out with her for a few weeks. Uh, all of a sudden, it devolves into, yeah, you know, I have this uh. Bone disease or this disease where um, <laughs> yeah, bone. I, I was just thinking that. Let me look up what she had, but she has yeah, she has some dude. crazy disease. Uh, she had to get, like a bone marrow transplant, I think, and it was cr- a plastic anemia. That's what it's called. All right, a rare blood so... disorder called the plastic blah blah. But it's talking about that where she gets sick all the time. People are like, "Hey, you, you know, are you sure you want to go there?" Um. You know, you could get sick, and she's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to go. This is probably my one chance at uh, love. Uh, 90% of the time, they argued uh, while they were di- while she was down there. They uh, went cage ball. diving. It was nice. Uh, you think that, right? No, they broke up. What's, uh, the, what's the reward? It's failed like if immediately. You, if you stay together for 90 days, you get, like, paid or something? <laughs> No, it's just it's just a, like a documentary of what oh, is going just, on. Oh, it's just okay. I thought it was like a game like, show. Like. No, 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 no. It is so, a reality. Like ninety show. days. That's not bad. I could do ninety uh, days. I know a few of these people. What really, of what got me into this was I walked upstairs one day, and my mom was watching Ninety Day Fiance, and there was this dude on there called Big Ed, and I was so like captivated with this guy. I've I talked to Knoxville Big about Ed. it, and yeah, I'm sure you guys have seen Big Ed. Uh, so I basically brought up to Knoxville and then we just started watching it and then we really started, I think we watched maybe eight episodes one day 
just like eight hours. Like, hey, if someone comes on, you know, until someone comes on, we'll just keep watching. And we watched uh, from like two o'clock, uh, excuse me, to like nine o'clock at night. Jesus I was like, Christ. all right. Well, is Big Ed a nice all- guy or is he? Uh, You'd think, right? Is he so, a grimy guy? Or is he a nice guy? Uh, he's, a, he, he's a mix of both. He's a mix of both. I'll give Big Ed some credit. He uh, he did cheat on his wife, and that is why he's in the situation he is in now, where he's looking for a girl. He was dating a girl in the Philippines, and uh, I guess they, well, they ended up breaking up, but she, I guess, wanted two kids, and he was like, no, I want to get a vasectomy, and she fucking hated that. She fucking left him. She didn't even say goodbye to him. Uh, she and he ended up going to uh going to the Philippines for her. Stayed at her house, and he's like fucking. He's sending her like hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of shit. Oh man, this guy. I'm a, I'm oh wait, no, guy. maybe that's Dave. David, I'm sorry. David is the one sending hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of shit. This guy's sending like I think he said he sent like five thousand dollars. But he's talking about all of a sudden he brings up like uh the skin condition he has. So like, yeah, you know, I have this really bad skin condition. I have to I can only sleep on uh like a certain like a a thousand fiber sheets or something like that, like some crazy nice sheets. And he's like, I mailed them to Rose, but she never got them. She's never gotten any of my packages. And I'm like, dude. Why the fuck? What? This this is so important to you, where I guess he, like, breaks out in hives, he gets, like, rashed and shit. Dude, why the fuck are you not bringing these fancy sheets uh, with you uh, wherever you're going for your vacation? Sheets aren't that big. Yeah, just throw them in the fucking bag. Yes. But, dude, like, she ends, they finally go, like, he goes to her, like, village. The dad's, like, <laughs> it's, a, it's, like, a poor village. Um... She's sleeping on like a mat. She he shares a mat with her. Like they have like a tiny little mattress mat. The power ends up cutting off. It's like a uh, torrential downpour where they're at. And the dad comes in. He's like, "I'm uh going to sleep with you together." And I'm like, "What the fuck is happening?" Nothing happens. Uh but yeah, they end up breaking up. Uh it's just, there's this, uh, there's just so many fucking crazy people. Uh there's Soja Boy. Um. Whoa! What are you it, talking about? So, there is a guy and a girl. Uh, I don't remember the girl's name because she fucking annoys me so much that I just don't want. I just don't even want to remember her. You erased her from your brain. Yeah. But uh, it's her and this guy named Soldier Boy. Not Soldier Boy. Sol- oh, no, not Soldier Boy. Soja Boy. S O J A. Knocking off the knockoff artist himself. <laughs> And he is video game a entrepreneur. incredibly popular Nigerian. Uh, I think he's a rapper or hip hop. I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, he's but like he wrote, from what I saw, he looks like a hip hop guy. Yes, but he wrote a song for this girl, and uh, she was they. They basically like they fell in love. Um, I'm trying to think of something. I'm trying to think of a nice way to say it and not sound like a fucking asshole, but it's kind of difficult. Um, just yeah, they. Uh, she goes to Nigeria to get married to him, and uh, he's kind of a fucking idiot. Um, and uh, at the point we're at now, I think they're gonna end up breaking up, and it's gonna be funny. 
<laughs> the, uh, yeah, I watched a, a brief part of the, one of the episodes involving them, and uh, I mean, uh, dude, I could talk about fucking ninety day for. Andy, is is it all right if I just you, talk you about ninety day for like? See... The... <laughs> yeah, Let me tell ahead, you, you know when uh, you watch Star like Trek. Trek. Burns. Yeah, I feel like I'm. I'm just. I felt like I was talking about this a little too long. I just wanted to talk no, more no, about I, like. I was character. engaged. All right. Uh, I, I got a question though. But the Philippines guy, did he break up the third or the other way around? Uh no, she left him and he came. So the last thing we she, watched, uh, yeah, she. I, I saw the first episode in that series. I didn't see the second. Yeah, no, 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 she, no, no. She was the one basically like dictating that relationship, and it didn't make any sense to me. Right. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Let's put it that way. That the he matchup also, didn't make sense, and she yeah, wasn't really not. in a position to be uh, demanding from this. Man. It was. Are you saying she's an uggo? Is that no, what I'm getting? Because no, I don't. I didn't shit, watch the show. The shit that he was sa- she was saying, and then he was saying were so crazy. Where she's like, he wants to. He's asking her about her past. She's like, it's my past. You, it's the past of the past. And he's like, uh, I'd like you to get, um, you know, uh, tested for STDs. And she's like, she gets fucking pissed. And he goes. Yeah, I don't know why I asked that. I just decided to, to ignore. Her. I'm like, dude, you know she's a fucking whore. What are you doing? <laughs> why? Why is you real? She finds out like she sleeps with like other dudes. Like, nah, you know what? I'm alright with it. I I don't need to get a test now. But dude, I'm just like he like his daughter. He told his daughter, and his daughter just completely stopped talking to him. It was crazy. It was fucking crazy. Um, it's insane. Let me look up. There's two more people I want to talk about. Well, two more groups. Uh, there's <laughs> Go ahead, Jeffrey, I'm, I'm, I'm Jeffrey and Svetlana, and um, David. Or maybe it's David and Svetlana. It's David and Svetlana. I don't remember uh, what Jeffrey's fucking. Oh, hold on, I gotta look this up. I'm sorry. Just cut this out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just think of this as a visual novel. Varia, all right. Everyone. So Jeffrey and Varia. Uh, Jeffrey is from Knoxville, uh, Tennessee, and Varia is from. And Knoxville said he didn't have anything to talk about. Knoxville is in row. Dude, I don't know why he could have. I wish he joined us. Yeah, you guys could have gone in on. Dude, we could have gone crazy about talking about this shit. So, uh, this guy, uh, he meets this girl Varia, and they start talking. Blah blah blah. Uh, he ends up going to Russia. Um. He taught, I guess, a lot. This guy, he ended up uh, selling drugs. He ended up going to jail. He has, uh, he had three kids, but his uh, one son died last year. He was like a newborn kid. He had, I think he had cancer. It was really fucked up. It was really fucked up. That's why I I don't understand how they find, they find these people. And I'm like, dude, these people are fucked. They're fucked up. Like I'm sure they I do so bad. much screening. Like they just have the choice of picking yeah. the right people for whatever story they want to tell. So this guy's like, I you know, I I really need like I want to find my soulmate. Like I need to find my soulmate. So he goes talks to this girl. Uh, they argue a few times. Um, he ends up going to Siberia, where she like her hometown is. Meets her mom <laughs> and her brother, uh, and then tell then like. They start talking. Uh, he, oh, he didn't tell her that he has kids. So uh, she found out about that at one point, and she was pissed about that. So he lied about that. Um, and then uh, they leave. Uh, the mother doesn't trust him. 
and they like leave, they go talk and do something, and he's like, I think it's about time I tell you the truth. I'm uh I actually was went to prison for selling drugs. And she's like she breaks down in tears while they go tell the parents, the the mother, the mother's like fucking pissed. And um yeah, they just go about their day, the rest of their trip. I just and then I just Googled this guy. He's, he's already facing uh charges for abusing his ex. That's he's got a really funny. Shot where he's got he's got like a black eye. And not funny. Shit. That's not funny. Uh, <laughs> edit that out, please. I <laughs> you know what you meant. You didn't mean funny. I I didn't, I mean I meant like wow, like because he's kind of a like, piece of shit. What a shit. shit show. Yeah. What a piece. So of shit. I yeah. Basically, what I'm saying is he's a fucking asshole. Uh, because he asked her to marry him, like at the end, and she's like, "No, I'm really not ready." And he's just like, "All right, I'm done." And she's like, oh, you know, like, you just want to stop it? He's like, no, I'm going back to Knoxville. I'm fucking done with this. And he ends up going with some other girl. And, dude, my head almost exploded. She fucking books a surprise trip to Knoxville, Tennessee. And just shows up <laughs> oh just shows up on his doorstep. He opens the door, and there's another woman in his house, this other girl he started dating. And they, she just, and this girl, Varia, just starts being so fucking nasty to her and i'm like this what the fuck is going on but that was exactly that's where i stopped or that's where we stopped that's all i know about so far and then uh the Wait, last so, guy Greg, who, oh, was, sorry, who yep. was the lady who was trying to arrange the airport thing in the episode that i caught a glimpse of arrange the airport thing which so one was she that? was she was talking to the guy that she, was her you know uh, she was in a relationship with like. Oh on yeah, the phone, she, she's she's like she's like why why do you, she's like why do you want me to go to London now? Right. Oh, uh, that's fucking. Like, all right, that's that's Darcy and Tom. I don't want to talk about them because I fucking hate Darcy. Darcy <laughs> was the most fucking annoying person on the planet. Tom literally came. I I sound like a fucking bitch right now. Tom came to New York. Uh, they met up in New York, and he pretty much told her to go fuck herself. He went. Oh, he flew. All the way to New York to tell her to go fuck herself, basically. It was insane. Damn. That's weird, because in the snippet I saw, I felt kind of bad for her, because she seemed like a regular lady who was basically getting scammed. That's the impression I got. Oh, no, you're talking about Yolanda. You're talking about Yolanda. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah. So, I'm yeah. sorry. I thought you were talking about Darcy. My bad. Yes, uh, Yolanda, I feel bad for her, but at this point, uh, Danny spoiled what's going to happen, and uh, I just can't believe it. So... She, is it a scam? It's a scam. Uh, all the photos. Yeah. So it's for this girl Yolanda and Williams. Um, her I. It's this girl. I she her husband died uh, a few years ago. I think to some kidney disease, and she's basically been talking to this dude for I think a year, and she's trying to go there. He's like not giving her information. She tells her daughter about it. And um, daughter's like, Super you know, this is like a scam. She got catfish. All of a sudden, like, yeah. All of a sudden, oh, boom, no. his Instagram's gone. Uh, he's like, oh, I'm in pain, blah, blah, blah. All this shit happened. The last thing is her knowing that, like, all the photos are stock images. She's like, I really want this to work. The man I've been talking to, you can't make that up. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking? Meanwhile, she got like an email before, and it's like, hey, I have your nudes. Uh, if you don't pay us money, we're gonna leak these out. And she's like, the oh, only great. one who has those nudes were Williams, 
And we're like, oh, so he's a fucking scammer. Uh, but spoiler alert, apparently she gets together with him at the end. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Apparently they start dating. Or at least that's what Danny told me. If that happens, wow, my perseverance just pays off, I guess. Dude. That can't be true. Alright. That's fine. It's fine. And now, the final and probably my most favorite is David and Svetlana. Uh, so, these people, they have uh, been chatting on this website for seven years. They um, have never met once. They have, I guess, tried to meet three different times prior to 90 Day Fiance started, or 90 Day Fiance going in. Um, Jesus, sorry, I was reading that. So, this guy, he's like a six-year-old dude. He's probably spent uh, $100,000 sending her gifts and money and all this stuff. And he has never met her once. Uh, Every time he's tried to meet her, he's gone to the Ukraine to go and meet her. Uh, Something pops up and she doesn't show up or she just doesn't show up at all. (laughs) So he's like, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go there again. So the camera crew is like, fuck yes, dude. This is where my paycheck comes in. They go. (laughs) um, They go. uh, She doesn't show up. Also... She doesn't. He doesn't have her phone number. The only way they talk is through a, a messaging site that you have to pay for by the minute. And uh, I think it's like, oh, if you have both have to be online to see the messages, and after you guys log off, the messages are all gone. Oh my god! It's sad. Oh my god! It's so sad. Oh, this hurts. I didn't want to. So, dude, trust me. This is fucking crazy. This gets crazy. So four times she doesn't show up. Uh, he goes, and um, she doesn't show up again. This guy's fucking getting pissed. So he hires a private investigator to find this girl. Like he goes to like where her hometown is. She's like, it's not even the same place. Like he's like, oh, you know, it wasn't even the right address. They hire a private investigator. The private investigator's like, you know, she's probably not real, right? And he goes. Uh, well, you're lying. You're fired. I'm just fired. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you're fucking. You're lying to me, dude. You're done. So they uh, they set up another meeting her for himself. And he's like, he's like, Lana, you know, blah blah blah. We got to meet up. This is it. He now give it. He flew back to America, like maybe two days prior. But then he flies. Back to the Ukraine. Like, all in the span of maybe like a week. He So he flies back, forth, back. And he's waiting for her. She fucking shows up. What? She, dude, my, I was fucking stunned. I was like, how? I didn't, I thought this lady was fake. She was real, dude. And uh, so far she seems to be in it only for the money. And she seems like not a good person. And I feel bad for David. But also, yeah, like, uh, <laughs> like hire a person to to stand. That's what I. That's what I keep saying. I keep saying they found the model. They 100 percent found the model, and uh, <laughs> they were just like, yeah, whatever. Uh, we'll pay you money just to help this sad old man. Good deal. But uh, the last thing they were doing was they were bowling together, and he was like, "Hey, if I get a strike, you give me a kiss, right?" And uh, I don't, I, I paused it, but I he didn't, he did not get a single strike. 
so far. <laughs> oh my god. So, I don't know how that's gonna end. But, uh... Yeah, if you guys ever want to feel good about yourselves, watch 90 Day Fiance. Because you'll be like, oh, these people are... Like, some of them are decent. But then, they usually turn out to be shitty, shitty people. And as Noxa keeps saying, beggars can be choosers. <laughs> and, uh, he keeps the talking so... The show. Yeah, beggars in... 90 Day Fiance just proves to you beggars can be choosers. But it's really good. It's the it's really it's really funny society. to watch. We're actually probably gonna watch more of it. Uh, like we're gonna find another season that Big Ed's in, or just find out which Big one's Ed funny. is cross season. Big Ed is in like I think three seasons, dude. Damn goodness. Yeah, it's is it all you got, crazy. my friend. Guess, guess he has trouble finding. Yeah, love. that's it. That's all I got. Sorry, I went through you know, so fellas? long. Hey, no, that's fine. I think we're gonna go ahead and jump into that break. Yahoo! We'll come back and talk through John and through mine and through Vito's roundtable before hitting a highlight of the news. Sounds about right. All right. Uh, yeah. I'm, now that we're off mic, God. Really Sorry, I didn't mean to talk so this. long. I mean, I I hate this. Why do we do this every week? Who's this for? Is this Dude, that was the most I've ever talked ever on this fucking podcast. Yeah, it might be. No, Greg, Greg, I actually enjoyed all the 90 Day Fiance talk. We had I to wrote, cut it off uh, at the end because it was starting to yeah, go on long, but that's, that's 90% uh, of it was good. I, uh, I, I, took not more notes. I took some notes on it on uh, 90 Day Fiance just to share for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I, it was, I just it was, a, it was a good highlight reel. The first notes I've actually taken for this podcast were about 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> <laughs> Flask, I know that Disney's going to do anything that they think is going to make money, but were people fans of Cassie and Andor? Uh, I have never heard anyone talk about Cassie and Andor outside of the discussion around him having a spinoff because nobody yeah nobody cares right okay as far as i know unless there's like a some kind of you know what there's probably some sort of sub subculture of like rogue one alt fic uh writers who write about those characters they're going not those people care those people care What if things had been different? What if these characters had their adventures across the galaxy? What would have happened? See, the thing they were trying to do with his character is manufacture a Han Solo. I, I say that, you know, that's that's a little uh, pessimistic or a little uh, uh, cynical, I should say, in that they're not trying to manufacture him, but like they they do. It does feel like they're trying to manufacture a Han Solo. Because in the original movie, Han Solo shoots Greedo uh first, you know, before Greedo can even get off a shot. And that tells you, that informs the viewer that he's kind of a, a bad boy, you know? Definitely like 
I might have even said it during the movie, but that first scene where he kills the guy is like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. he's Han Solo. I, that I is his shooting he's Greedo scene. Yeah. Yeah. But the the thing they're trying to do is, so in the original movie, Greedo is at least like a bad guy bounty hunter who's coming after Han Solo's very life. So it's it's like more sort of morally justified that Han Solo would kill him, like in, basically in cold blood. Right. Um, but what they wanted to do with Cassian Andor is have him be an even badder boy by having him shoot a guy who was like no threat to him except to hold him back, you know, to, to be a liability. Sure, yeah. So but like, yeah. And I mean, <laughs> that's part of like the whole thing about Rogue One. I didn't want to go into a whole spiel about Rogue One on the pod, but like you, you can tell that movie was told to be the darkest Star Wars movie ever. Yeah. And just like, the movie is about being the darkest Star Wars movie ever. You know, that's what the movie is trying to do. Like, oh, hey, this character died, and this character died, and this character died, and, <laughs> oh, but hey, there's a little bit of hope. There's so much grit between my teeth. This guy's a bad guy. This guy's a bad guy. That Forrest Whitaker, oh, he's a bad guy. You see what he do to that pilot guy? But rebellions are built on hope. What's she proposing? <laughs> I love that guy. What is she proposing? <laughs> so yeah, the Cassian Andor spinoff film was going to be about... Uh, is it a film or a series? I forget or that they were planning on doing. Well, regardless, uh, it's going to be about him basically being like Han Solo, but grittier. Han Solo, but... Uh, He's not a an adventurer, roguish type. He's a legitimate like anti-hero. <laughs> He's like the Punisher. So, sorry, what I just googled. You guys might be familiar with this man. It, uh, you know his voice, if not his name, for he is the man who shouted, "What is she proposing?" He's a senator. So yes, this is Senator Jebel the Rebel. What is she proposing? Jebel the Rebel. <laughs> Did I hear that right? <laughs> yes. No word Jebel, the noble rebel. <laughs> the quote for him on fucking Wiki- Wikipedia is Admiral Rattus saying, I say we fight! And No word Jebel saying, I say the rebellion is finished. <laughs> That's awesome. He became uh, Minister of Finance. Good for Good for Jebel. Yeah, okay, John, what have you been up to the last couple of weeks? Nothing. Alright, I'll go next. Nah, I'm just kidding. I did a little bit of stuff. Did a little bit. Uh, so, yeah, we Pretty talked bit. about uh, WandaVision. I watched that. Uh, pretty much what Flash said. I mean, it was just a good watch. Uh, you know, the, the ending fights are about what you expect. Uh... Maybe, I don't know, maybe like a, you know what, I'll say, you know, the same company, same Disney. It's not like they're not totally not guilty of this. However, the MCU does such a better job of throwing in those subtle little, like, oh, look at this character, or look at this thing, than the Star Wars movies do, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, like for, okay, for example, and you know, they, you know, for every episode, or actually not even the first, like, five episodes of, uh, WandaVision, maybe, whatever. First couple episodes, it's different, you know, uh, eras of TV. And uh, I think it was for the 90s. 
they it's like a Halloween episode. So, you know, it gives the characters an excuse to dress up in, like, their old costumes and stuff. And you can, like, you know, you're like, oh, that's, like, you know, it looks dumber than hell. But that's how he would look in the comic book if they, you know, translated it, like, one-to-one. Yeah, it's cool that you would see... That. Yeah, exactly. But it makes sense because it's, it's Halloween. You know what I mean? It's not just, like, you know, they're fighting and then somebody crashes into a, a costume store and then they walk out and they're like, well, <laughs> and that's it for a scene. <laughs> totally see that happening yeah exactly i actually i'm probably well i mean that'd probably be like a stan lee cameo or something but yeah uh yeah i I imagine you weren't probably weren't familiar with the the characters of the kids but the kids costumes were um yeah no i looked i I know a little bit about them for me as a as a comic reader i don't know um i don't know what what team they're supposed to be on what is wiccan and and speed speed or fast boy or something yeah, speed. Run, run, runner boy. Yeah, no, seriously, the name is something like dumb, and stupid, like that. Yeah, and then speed. yeah, the, yeah, spell it speed and Wiccan, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was kind of cool addition to the show. I watched. Uh, I wasn't really gonna talk about this. I'll talk about it. Anyone else got to talk about stuff? I'll talk about stuff. Uh, I watched season one of the Mandalorian. Uh, me and Andy talked about it a little bit, uh, and we I think we talked about it in the past. <laughs> yeah. Uh I mean I dug it uh, overall. I definitely think that the complaints brought up in the past were valid, but the way as I was watching it, I just saw it as like a like an old timey western, just like I don't know, some black and white bullshit that my grandpa had on or something, you know, in the background and they just slapped Star Wars on it. So like I don't know, but many you That's know, I guess definitely what it's homaging, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, absolutely, yeah. It's, you know, he goes to the town, and they're like, oh, help us. And he's like, I reckon I will. Uh, and it totally works, and that's all I wanted from it, and that's, I mean, that's all season one really is. All right, all right. Sounds decent. Yeah, I said on the, I, I said on the podcast, uh, my previous word on it was that I liked season two better, so if you like yeah, season yeah, and one. That's, I have heard pretty much, I think it's just like everybody, you know, they're like season two is better. I always say one thing, hey, you know, I uh I guess I don't have anything against him totally. But uh I don't really like Bill Burr that much. I didn't <laughs> like him in that episode. He just annoyed me. I know that was the point. Like he just annoyed me too much. I like Bill Burr already. I mean I don't I don't go crazy for him like some people. I think yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think he's funny, but yeah, I don't think he's like he's, uh, uh, he's losing to Bill Burr's philosophy. He's more himself in the second episode, so I guess we'll see how you interpret oh, okay. that if you don't yeah. like him like, that much. Like, John, to that point, I don't understand the appeal of Bill Burr's podcast. Like, he has a podcast. So there's oh, people I've never who listen even, to, it, to it every yeah. week. It's like... Yeah, that's a right. little far from me. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I like season one. Uh, I'll get into season two, I'm sure, eventually. I'm just trying to kick. You know, you know, you know, well, you know, I'm just going to re- lead right into the next thing. I mean, uh, what kind of fucking loser listens to a podcast? Seriously. Or has their own podcast. Even more embarrassing. <laughs> that, that would be even many, worse. How many viewers do you think he gets uh, whenever he does his shows? Probably not even half the amount that we get. Yeah, definitely. We get so many viewers on our audio podcast. Absolutely. And that's why we don't have any listens. Listen, three many. viewers? There are three listeners? That's three people that'll listen to you fucking guys talk for 
three hours. Hey, I can't bad. believe you Chris, listened to Greg bad. talk about 90 Day Fiance for an yeah. hour. I hope this is our Thank highest you. rated video. I, mean, I have to talk about 90 Day Fiance every week. Craig, I don't know what to say. The ratings just jumped up. Just, <laughs> just got to keep doing it. Keep watching more 90 Day. Yeah, there's a, what if that's a thing? What if we turn into like our front our niche is a 90 oh Day Fiance God. podcast? We got like really Dude, popular, I, we'll, but we'll only just, like... I'm telling you guys there. right now, Would you I'll sell, your sell soul? out for anything. You will. Yeah, <laughs> I'll sell out there's, there, there's a market for this, dude. Like, I feel like we could do like a... You know, like, like, like there's a... I'm sure there is. I don't know. But for a serious show, say Star Trek The Next Generation. I'm sure there's like several podcasts that just watch every episode and talk about it. I've there listened are. to some of the <laughs> Yeah, podcasts. this fucking podcast. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, but you know what I mean. Like, We're episode, pushing episode. another turf. What if we did that for My 600 Pound Life? Oh, jeez. I hate those reality shows. TLC. TLC. Anyways, speaking of other things I hate, I went back and I, in anticipation for the new Hawkeye, I went back to Marvel's Avengers Why and do I you played do this? the Why old Hawkeye. Yeah, you know, the thing is, I was just, I was really, really in do the you mood. Hate yourself? Well, <laughs> I was really, really in the mood for a uh, a superhero game. Dude, there aren't really that many out. I tell you what. Uh, what about your uh, uh, MMO that you like. I love City of Heroes. Heroes, but that's not... I mean, that's an MMO, and it's badass, but it's not a fast pace. Like, you know what? I actually went to the store, and if it was there, I would have bought a PS5 and got Spider-Man Miles Morales, but they, uh, they're not anywhere. I'm not even going to look, because I, I don't care that much. What about... You're talking about licensed superheroes? What about like something like uh, Crackdown 3, which is apparently is a terrible game? Well, it's I was saying, game pass, shit. I think. No, I mean, it's any kind of superhero. They came shit. So anyways... You know, I already bought Marvel's Avengers. I booted it up to see what they did in six, six months. It's a pretty long time. In terms of a game. See what they've added. And, um... I mean, it's practically nothing. <laughs> they've they've added a one character who I believe was originally due out in November. Uh, uh, next Hawkeye is coming out next week. Uh, March 18th. <laughs> next Hawkeye. Yeah, next guy. Uh, they had a the little. Hawkeye, I mean, with, with the character, they had like a little mini campaign that maybe lasted I don't know two hours, three hours at the most. Uh, it was a couple cutscenes. It's cool, I guess. The kind of thing sure. that I would, the kind of thing that I would expect like every month and a half if they're gonna just do that. Like, all right, oh, it's fine. Um, it's been six months. Uh, you. I didn't even know this. I found this out. You can't go back and replay uh, missions from the campaign if you want to. You like with your characters leveled up. You have to go like into the files of the computer and delete your save file, uh, and then go back and like play it from the beginning. Six months later, there's no new game plus. Uh, still fighting robots, and then and then yeah, on top of it, the new the new Hawkeye coming out. Uh, uh, the the big you know they're gonna probably have another two or three hour little campaign thing and the big boss to that is Maestro. For those of you who don't know, that's oh, just yeah. the Hulk. Uh, <laughs> they already fucking have in the game. I had so to tell you guys who Maestro was. He's he's a uh, a future version of the Hulk who's a bad guy. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, you're just fighting another reskin. You know, Hulk villain with the beard. Zeus, hey. Zeus, Zeus Hulk. Yeah. 
So that's just fun. For so, and for some reason, I just don't get it. Kurt won't play with me. I just can't get him to fucking play the game. What if they just went the the route of Dragon Ball Z fighters and just kept releasing Hawkeye versions variants? I know why Kurt won't play that game. With May, uh, mark it, mark it on the calendar now. I will say uh, six months, without a doubt, within a year, the game will either be free to play or it will be canceled. I'm calling it. I think it'll be canceled. I want to, you know, I just got to feel like working with Marvel is probably just awful, right? You probably just have to go through so many, like, oh, can we do this? And, you know, you got to wait until they look at it. And, like, I can't think of any other reason to game. This game should, like, literally print money. Why is it not printing money? Yeah. Even, like, the stuff you think would print money, like the costumes. Each character has maybe six or seven costumes, and those have, like, four color swaps. And these are characters that have like 50, 60, 70 years of fucking costumes to pick from. And you give seven that aren't even from the comics. They're just like, oh, what if they had a t-shirt and a, their hair up in a bun? You know? <laughs> what if... I, I remember... Hawkeye was I remember when, uh, I remember when Game Journalist first got the first peek at it. It was right around the time we saw that trailer. And uh, they... We're talking about a weird experience where, like, you know, in the in the pre-game briefing or whatever, whatever they do, they were all everybody was given a folder that talked about who each of the heroes were, and they were given this big introduction. And then in game, like, they were given like big introductions to like who all these characters were, and it's like, who are you trying to market this to? Like, who doesn't right. know who who Iron Man <laughs> is? Who doesn't know who Captain America is? But it's our like, versions of the characters. God, and that sucks even worse, too. I think a lot of it just, like, speaks to people who don't know... They didn't know how to, like, sell the game. I mean, maybe they don't even know what they're dealing with here. All you know of I mean? the character models look like fat dads. Uh, I do not like that trend in video games <laughs> where everyone looks, like, just normal to the point of being, like... Mundane. Like I get that, but these are yeah. fucking superheroes. Yeah, that's what I'm it's okay I don't like if these trip. guys are fucking insane. Ba, 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 right? ba. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And then, uh, what? I mean, I know there's so much shit wrong with that game. I know I'm forgetting stuff, and I'll think about it. Like, oh yeah, that's also uh, stupid. Oh yeah, they're changing. You know, they're changing the level up system. Um, <laughs> I mean, and the whole level up is stupid anyway. You know. Like, no no joke, like the first, like, five skills points I spent on Kate Bishop, first Hawkeye, was like, uh, you know... Shoot your bow a little faster? Uh, well, that's one of them. But no, like, something like, while you're sprinting, press X <clears throat> to do, like, a, a running a melee attack. And then another point, while you're sprinting, press Y to do a running heavy attack. Like, why am I spending points on stuff like that? Those just just be your fucking moveset, you know? So it's you madness. like the moveset that's those are, are super basic, and then you have to literally you have to spend points to build out a character that should have exactly been in the first place. yeah. And like and the thing is, you'll get like your first. I don't know. I don't know how it even works right now if it is linear or what. But like, yeah, you'll level up like three or four times in like a mission. It was just like it's just almost annoying at first to put those skill points in for just basic skill or you know attacks that I should already have. I think the whole game is just a, a doo doo mess. 
But but dang it, if I'm like superheroes, you know. <laughs> here you are talking about. I mean, I already bought second. it, John. Why know? are you talking about this again? This bad game that nobody plays. I can't. Yeah. Also, yeah. Well, I think on Steam, like less than five hundred people or something. I don't even try and look for people to play with. I just play by myself. I ain't fooling nobody. I, I mean, I asked Kurt, but you know, for some reason I don't want to play. I don't get it. The Avengers they just want to uh, They need a game with the devs event. Like the old, old oh my lines. god, do they have dude? They're no, their live streams are embarrassing. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna get into it. All right, and the next, uh, I bought a little card game called Fights in Tight Spaces. No, Fights in Tight Spaces. Oh, that's out. I didn't know that. Well, it's out in early access. Oh, yeah, I remember uh, seeing the trailer for this at one of those. Shows over the summer. I, I mean, it's still it's cool. There's like four, uh, four different decks to pick from. Uh, just a little breakdown from the Steam page. A stylish blend of deck building, turn-based combat tactics, and thrilling animated fight sequences in classic action-moving setting. Learn to balance your hand, momentum, positioning to overcome the odds to defeat your adversaries. Build your deck, control the space, and live to fight another day. Uh, so it's like a deck builder. That's really cool. And yeah, you're you know usually uh, well, you're playing like a spy. Your characters, you know, it's very minimalistic graphics. You're in like black and white, and uh, you know, depending on the Kinda faction, like you're super hot a little bit. Yeah, a little bit like super hot. Depending on the faction you're fighting, they usually have like one solid color, depending on the level. And yeah, you'll get cards like um, I'm just gonna look at these like quick kick, and that'll be like all right, this costs one energy to do. It has one range, you know. It'll push an enemy one square over and do four damage. And you know, you're you know, just different cards like that. Like hammer fist has a one to two range, you know, and there's, you know, there's different effects. And you can use the environment, you know, when you're kicking and pushing. And it's just a little twist in the deck building, you know. Yeah, this looked super neat. Uh, I mean. It's What's the what's your early impressions on this? This twenty five buck early access game. Uh, twenty five bucks, pretty pretty steep. Uh, I definitely have it's hard, I guess. Or I'm not even the best early deck builders, but uh, got my ass whooped. I heard the the end boss actually is just kind of unfair, but I haven't even gotten there, so I don't know. Um, but you know, it's got a roadmap and all that. I mean, like I said, it's got a uh, Got a good number of cards already. Like, there's four different decks you can play. There's like a balanced, uh, an aggressive, a defensive, and then like a, a technical deck or something. Or a, you know, something like that where you play with gadgets. I haven't unlocked that one yet. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you like deck builds, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I think there's a lot of like indie games coming out right now. I haven't played Loop. I, I'll talk a little bit. I guess we got. I watched. Uh, watched somebody play Loop Hero. That's the the new cool yeah, roguelite. Yeah. <clears throat> That uh, that is out. a card game, right? Uh, it's kind of a card game. It's like a a mix between like a, a you know, like a deck builder, you know, card game, and also like a tower defense kind of thing. You have like a you know, you start on the screen, and there's just like a little track that your guy goes on. You know, it's like the loop, and the the, the gameplay is like you're a little adventurer, and you're remembering your adventure. So when you like you place a card down, it would be like oh, a village. When you're, you know, yo, I remembered I walked through a village, and you know all the stuff has different effects. Like you place the village down, and uh, that can attract bandits. And when you kill bandits, like they give you materials to upgrade your stuff. So you're, like you're, 
you know, building your little adventure track, and you keep, like, looping through it over and over, and it gets tougher, and then I think you fight a boss. It's a... Sounds like a pretty novel concept. Uh, I mean, like I said, I only was watching it been played. Uh, I mean, right now it's in at Steam at 95% positive. I mean, it's like the new... Yeah, it's a new cool game. People are playing it. Uh, I was having fun just watching it, though. Yeah, I spent 25 bucks on other games, so I didn't want to spend more money. Right, for sure. Um, what else we got going on? We got nothing else. No, wait, no, I feel like we watched something. Uh, uh, just Star Wars. Just a bunch of fucking Star Wars. No, that's it. Uh, well, I did watch, well, it was on the watch together. I don't know if you were gone at that point, but I, we, I watched much of the Space Rig Evolution video. I didn't watch all of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I watched that. that I had seen that earlier. But, yeah, that's cool. That's pretty neat. I, I like that a lot. That was uh, very cool to watch. You should check that out for Deep Rock Galactic fans. Seeing how the Space Rig evolved since the pre-development through the beta and whatnot. Was that just by a, like a, a player? A, a fan? He seemed to have... I think it was by a fan. YouTube, like a super he, fan. But he seemed to have access. Like He was walking around all these development builds and Hmm. He was talking about this person on the team giving him access and that kind of thing. All right, well, if that's all you got, John. I'll that's go it. ahead and start my spiel, and I'll be quick. I think the only thing I really have that's worth mentioning that hasn't already been mentioned in other spaces. I mean, I played, we played a shitload of Deep Rock Galactic, and it's still a blast for me. I've actually, I've got two classes I need to get promotion on right now. Level twenty-five. And then I got the gunner war. That ain't bad. But uh, I bought Valheim. I kind of had intentionally... Well, intentionally is the wrong word. But I wrote the game off initially. And then when I realized it was something more, like the hype had already kind of consumed our Discord. And I didn't really want to jump in late to something that had been growing like that. Um, So, you know, Eric... My friend Eric had a birthday over the weekend, and I bought the game just to have a day where we just play the game together. Uh, and I'll be I'll be honest with you. There's a lot about that game that, like, the first couple, the first experience with the system or, like, a new thing, I'm like, God, this sucks so much. And the next time I get to back to it, I'm like, oh, actually, that's pretty nifty. I don't know if it's just Is my mindset, premature? but, like, the boat and the... Sailing was one thing. I hated sailing the first time I did it. And then, like, the second time I did it, it was like, oh, wow. Actually, this is way easier than... Yeah, well, I literally like didn't a lot know of people... how to do it, and, and we could not, like, get off the dock. I remember me in Knoxville the first time on a boat. And then after that, I was like, oh, yeah, this is a great, great system. I enjoy it. And Wind. for me, like, where the game started becoming more than just a generic survival game was after we killed the first boss, and then... It was like, uh, okay, so now we need to get copper and tin, but we can't just take that through a portal or whatever. We got to actually just throw that in a boat. You know what I mean? Yeah. So having to get a boat, sail it out there, making these trips back and forth, and doing that with a friend, I was like, okay, that's cool. It's like a cool objective thing. And then what I really need in games like that is an objective. 
And that game seems to offer a lot of that type of work. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. That being said, I think one thing that I'm kind of still trying to come around on is the building. I've gotten better at it, but... That's my favorite part. No, okay, don't get me wrong. Before me first say, it definitely has probably like way better building than most games. But I get kind of like... Uh, I get kind of uh, autistic about some of the systems, I guess. You know what I mean? Like uh, trying to co- find the best roof to cover my place and that kind of thing. Like, And that's all cool mm-hmm. stuff, but like, it takes a lot of time. Uh, I, there's one only one thing that I was like, man, I this game is testing me right now. I wanted to build this like cool second story thing over the water, and I had to like spend so much stone raising this ground in this huge stone pillar to place a campfire for my bed. Oh uh, yeah, there's a trick to raising stone. I, I gotta show you it. Like, there's okay. like an actual like you can like spend you know four stone and you can raise it up as high as you want. That's what I, that's what I was doing. Yeah. Oh well then. Yeah. How do people build baby. docks? You gotta do that. Uh, I I can show. You, I can really show oh. you. I, uh, if you're coming to coming to Flight World, I have I built an archery range. I did. I built like a huge like land dock outwards. Okay. It took some getting oh, stone. Oh, land. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, you want like a dock? Yeah, I was just wondering how people like. I uh, usually uh, just same way kind plant of plant pillars deep in water. Yeah, I usually uh, build out the floor, put a pillar down, and then I try to connect to the floor. And then usually to get to the bottom is me going up really high, jumping into the water, and right before I hit the water, I'm able to place it. Uh, also, if you don't mind, you know, I don't know. However you want to play, some people are purists, it's fine. I know that there... I don't have any mods on. I know that there is a mod a few people on the server have that you can use items while you're floating in water. That makes it a thousand uh, times easier. You can just yeah, yeah, place a platform. The way it whatever works now place is a pillar just looking down, yeah. Automatically mm. turns off whatever you were trying to do and it's super annoying. Yeah. Yeah, like you can normally even if you were like floating, you can like look down and place like a pillar, but just because you're floating you can't uh I would really like that one. Yeah, uh, I haven't I, I haven't I if, apparently it's easy to, you know, download them or whatever, it's just a matter of putting them in a folder. But uh I just haven't Dude, done I'm lazy. just lazy and I, yeah, I'm lazy. Yeah. I haven't even done anything like that. I think there's you a know, few of them they're just like they increase like the um radius uh, that you can, you know, like within workshops that you can like uh you know, they make this circle bigger or whatever for uh for benches and whatnot. Uh Okay, yeah. And the wa- the water thing, there's like a UI mod and whatever. You know what the new hotness is we we should really just uh Get all five of us into a server and start a broken campfire server that we stream. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'd, I'd do that. I'd do that just to experience starting over again, you know, with less people where, you know, I could actually experience some of those early game things without getting rushed along, right. you know? Yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah, I, same. I was kind of caught in the middle. Like, I started a little bit after the initial wave, so I was playing catch up for most of my experience. I mean, you guys could probably join in on the server I'm on. Mm, there's no way in hell I'm going to leave Fight World. Yeah, I was like, dude, there is so much progress in that world. That's, but that's multiple thousands of wood. Yeah, actually, no, I, I, I would say even like maybe like, like over 10,000 wood. I want to break it down now and count it. <laughs> break it down. Move it over to another server? Yeah. 
It's so big. I just keep every day. I went out maybe actually. I kind of stalled out the last few days, but I got on today and I was building again. Uh, I just can't stop. I just I'm thinking like, oh, that'd be cool. I just keep building on. <laughs> it's just like that's, quadruple that's the neat. size it originally was. Oh, uh, see, I remember it was just that one little pathway into the the arena. Oh no, dude, that pathway that that started what? That's the thing, dude. That pathway was even an addition. It, originally, it was just. It fucking Jesus. the square. That's all it was. And then it called to me in the night. <laughs> you keep waking Demanded. up. Uh, hot flashes. Yeah. I can do more. Said feed me. And I did. You did. Uh. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That was me. Uh, that yeah, that's Valheim. I was just thinking about the. Server, yeah. No, we I like the weight system in the like the building. I think it's yeah, yeah that is neat. I think it's cool. Not only is it cool for you know just practical, like oh that makes sense. I think it forces you to make better looking buildings. I think the roofs do the same thing, you know, because there's no flat roof. You can't yeah. just build a box. You have to yeah. like make it look. You have to like try to. You have to like measly make the roof look cool, you know, which kind of like helps make the whole building look better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I got some good roofs. You got you to come to Fight World one of these days. I promise I won't lock you up, Andy. <laughs> Winks uh... at camera. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vito. Vito, you hey. are last man of the night. What do you got? Yeah, uh, I got one thing. I beat Outer Wilds, um, and it was amazing. Uh, uh, I'm not yeah. sure if you actually beat it. He did. I, I, I was there. Me. I was there too. You did. Oh, uh, that's right. Andy's internet disconnected, like at the very end. But you saw me get, I you know, I got out of wilds. Spoilers. I think I think uh, you talk about out of wilds. What's that? So I think you can talk about out of wilds, like spoilers and shit, if you want. Yeah, I mean, uh, everyone here is knows already. We we already spoke about this game. Quite a bit. Um, there will be Outer Wilds discussion with casual spoilery talk until one fifty two zero zero. That's one fifty two zero zero. Yeah, I, I don't really know what to say. I I, I loved it from uh, as soon as I left Timberhearth and entering my my first planet, which was uh, first planet I visited was was Brittle Hollow. Uh, I was just like in. Um, I love the design of all the different planets. I loved how the story was told. Story was interesting, mysterious. Uh, I love how uh, like open the game is and how you could just kind of go along and, and solve the, uh, the greater mystery at your own pace and uh, pick up, you know, uh, any thread that you choose and just kind of pull at it. It was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I felt like a real explorer. It was, uh, and I haven't been affected by a game like that uh, for a long time. It was, it was, I, I'm still thinking about it. I have that, like, I don't know what to do with myself now. I don't know what game to play after beating that. They, what's the opposite of they don't make games like that anymore? <laughs> uh, they apparently still make games like that, but they're but you they're didn't rare. Like they, Parable. They've started uh, making games like that recently, and I want but, more. But the the Stanley, pa- you know what? And 
You can pull any thread you want. You can go any direction you want. No, 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 no. But, uh, you know, I wonder why I like this game so much because it is a game that's, like, out of my wheelhouse, I think, because it's it's mainly story-driven, um, and it's almost... I mean, it's not. It's totally not. But I would think maybe when I started playing the game that this was a walking simulator. It's not. It's it's totally not. You, there's there's many ways to that you're interacting with the, you know the gaming medium in, in fun ways. I mean, you fly your ship around, there's puzzles, there's platforming, um, a lot of platforming. And, and, you know, the Stanley Parable is a walking simulator. It tells an interesting, fun story, but I don't think that's you, like... Do you strap a jetpack on Stanley and we're, we're good to go? Uh, no, I mean, the, the, the openness of, of Outer Wilds alone, I mean... You're a bum. Yeah, I don't think they're really comparable. Apples, apples to orange. Yeah. Well, no, well but, but he brings up a good point because I did think of like, man, I wonder what other games like this I would enjoy. I wonder if I should right. try like some more uh, puzzle puzzle games or adventure games. Like, I, I don't you know. That I, I think this... I was just thinking uh, to recommend a game for you guys who like Outer Wilds. If you haven't sure. played Return of the Obra Dinn, never heard of it. Uh, it's a game by the uh, the Papers Please guy, I believe. Um, Is that the bar one? No, no well, it's a boat one, right? Yeah, Return of the Obra Dinn takes place on a ship. Um, it is a uh, a mystery deduction game, and it is really, really good. Um, super well designed. Uh, I played it around the same time I played Outer Wilds, and that was like a one-two whammy of an experience. It was like it really, it really impressed me. I'm in Flash. I'm gonna talk about it on the next pod. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I definitely. Hey, uh, another game for the next pod: Disco Elysium. You know what I was thinking of that too. I was like, you know, maybe it's time to pick up. But I'm just a little daunted by if I'm gonna play that game again, I I'm gonna have to just restart it because I don't remember where I oh, was. Oh yeah, you know, absolutely. Many, and I don't know. Why don't if, you, you just know, wait for the talk version? Yeah, I'm like, I mean, talk, though, talk really, like, talk, I mean, it's like right around the, the corner, the talk, right? Like, that's like what, uh, that's supposed what I'm doing. It's supposed to come out this month, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And the talk version is going to have new quests and shit too, so it will be like a new game. I'm, in fact, I'm gonna, I intend to play it again from the start when that version comes out. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'll definitely yeah, be I worth think, restarting. Uh, you know, for example, just what we were talking about. I, I don't know who. It, well, maybe it was one of you guys. It might have been maybe Danny, uh, but I was talking about how I like Outer Wilds or how I was playing it, and somebody recommended like Firewatch. It's like I know what Firewatch is though, and that Firewatch yeah, kind of, is like I mean, a walking simulator. No, I mean that's like a story-driven game, and the gameplay is minimal. Yeah, I'd say it's that is that, that is a halfway Outer point Wilds. between like Stanley Parable and Outer Wilds. It is a walk simulator, but also there's like an actual like story, and there's like an I guess an adventure you're going on. But you know you, you are you're gonna be walking. I, I need I need gameplay. I need like the gaming medium to shine. Like Outer Wilds told me a story. And gave me an experience that I you would never ever be able to get in any other you know form of uh, of media. And you guys played um, that game a lot more than I did. I loved it, dude. It might be one of my favorite games I ever played, honestly. Wait, which one? Outer Wilds. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I liked it, but I, I mean, obviously, I didn't finish it, so let's see, you know. <laughs> 
I never felt so stupid and so smart playing a video game at the same time. <laughs> I, I have that 100%. Definitely. I mean... Like, feel, like having solutions be just so easy and so simple and like you have all the pieces from the get-go. Nothing's like soft locked or, or progression locked. Like you have everything you need to solve all the puzzles. It's staring you in the face practically and it's just you... And you could solve a lot of these puzzles by through experimentation, uh, by accident, by luck. A lot of, I mean, I solved a lot of a lot of puzzles just by by luck. Um, it's very naturalistic I, game design, yeah. Yeah, it just felt felt right. I mean, and, and I thought the I was flowing pretty good there up until the end when when you guys were. I literally got stuck on like the the big last puzzle. Honestly, I had all the pieces and. Uh, I just didn't do a great job at like connecting all of them, and you know Andy and John were watching me play, and they gave me some some you know hefty nudges that I, I appreciated because I, I did want to beat it before. This I really podcast, didn't know what least. to do. I was just guessing with you. <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> you had some yeah, good John. Yeah, yeah John. I, I I I had a hard time not trying to nudge when I knew that John didn't know what to do, and John was guessing the right guessing things. it correctly. <laughs> And you were, and you were just immediately, no, you were just immediately saying no. Like I could tell you weren't even (laughs) thinking about it. It just was like somebody was, somebody was suggesting something. You're like, nah, man, nah. Why don't you check out that, uh, why is that body there? I was like, nah, that's not important, dude. Yeah. Well, the body though was just (laughs) different. Cause I, that's the first one I had seen, but apparently they were like all over the place. So, you know, John would write about the body, the core, the wall. He got it all. Yeah. Well, like I said, like me and me and John well, the, said, we had the a similar light, experience. I can only take half credit on. Dude, really didn't need to go to the light. I can't believe to, that was part of the solution. It made me so angry. <laughs> <laughs> I did have the harmonica, though. Or whatever that was in the stars. Yeah. Yeah, he got a couple of puzzles at the end, too. That I... I was getting triggered there right before my internet got disconnected. You were, like, walking up. You were, like, running around just so aimlessly. Like... You would like start at one puzzle and then you would like turn your signal locator like oh another signal and you would run. You know what? Like I, I swear like to God, you, were, zoo. you guys exactly. maybe are a little a little sharper than me because like what I was doing, I was like honestly still figuring out what the hell. Like I was still think I I didn't even realize that I, that was a puzzle yet. Really, is what <laughs> I was I was like oh, walking up just, to like okay. my sound thing. And, you know, and then going, oh, wait, uh, maybe I took a wrong step. <laughs> you know, so then I would um, go in another direction. But, you know. They were well, rushing. The guy, the guy, the guy told you to gather everybody, and all the th- different signals were different sounds. You know? Yeah, but also, you know, he had to get up early in the morning, and it was already getting on, like, 2 a.m. You know, he was trying to rush. Since 7 o'clock or something like that, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I enjoyed uh, playing a game that, that tested my tested my brain, uh, and I do want to try to play a, a, a similar style of game. So I, yeah, I will check and, out that that one. Andy and Vito, I'm telling you, you, you as as wild men, you would definitely enjoy. Over I'm a wild man, all right. I don't know if you've uh, hounded me enough about it, Flask. Maybe in a year or two. Okay. Uh, instead of that, how about it's the next game you play? Instead the last of mystery. But the joke. The joke. The joke. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say the last mystery detective game I tried to play was uh, fuck. What was the name of it? I, I uh, oh, Disproletium. No, 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 no. It's like the, uh, the, the Paradise thing. Paradise. Yes, uh, Paradise, Paradise Killer. Paradise Killer. Something. Is it oh, Paradise, Paradise. 
I'm pretty sure it's Paradise Killer. Paradise Lost. That yeah, I believe it's Paradise Killer, and that's I still want to play that one. You know, and I, yeah, I feel like you would like it, Flash. But I just, I'm sure I've heard great things about it, and I heard it's one of those games, uh, like what we were just talking about. I mean, it's it's uh, you feel smart playing it, and um, you know, there's puzzles to solve and a, a mystery to figure out. But I just couldn't get past the the aesthetic and the presentation the like the present yeah that like very anime presentation i just couldn't i don't, I don't know <laughs> but I, I would love yeah you should try it out let me know if it's actually as good as they say i'll get to it i'll get to it maybe maybe and I'll yeah myself the andy joke was that he kept saying he would get to it for like <laughs> right for a while oh, yeah, for out of wild yeah you were flash was the earliest adopter of out of wilds and he like kept hounding me and telling me hounding is is exaggeration flask right doesn't right. do that but flask was hounding me and saying it's it is a game for me like you know it was like basically saying like it is a game that he knows i would enjoy um and it still took me like two years after and you that hated it <laughs> well I, I actually yeah i mean i mean i didn't hate it but like i tried playing outer wilds three times the yep. first two times i just bounced off of it like i just I wasn't feeling That's the controls, crazy. the aimlessness. I was I was having a hard time adjusting. I feel that. bad for like, John, honestly. I th- I've seen. No, the I'm game saying because all, so all of us if, had. If, if I did not, if if I did not have Flask, who had like sold it as something that he knows I would enjoy, I probably would not have powered through. That's what I'm I saying. I probably would have been just like I probably would have been like John. Yeah, but even seeing the end, I still don't like it as much as you guys. Yeah, but if you were the one. Well, that's true. Yeah, that I me mean, obviously. It's all about it's all about what that it's all about that feeling the game inspires in you when you're exploring. Yeah, it's all about and the like ending that, was like, beautiful. I those oh shit, was, uh... those oh shit moments that are like just pure ingenuity and not like yeah. hand holding. Dude, me, like, me uh, like being in the shower thinking about the game and having like eureka <laughs> moments or, or not even you know like yeah, just thinking um, about the systems and figuring out the systems. It's all about the systems. Yeah, my, one of my favorite moments was I'm trying to figure out the uh, the quantum of uh, qu- the tower of quantum knowledge on Brittle Hollow, and it was one of the first puzzles I came across in the game, and I just let it sit for like oh, literally till almost the end of the game because I just couldn't figure it out. It's like a tower that goes straight up, and there's no stairs. Uh, there's this little gravity pads, but they're too spread out. Like you can't jump to them. Um, and I couldn't fucking figure it out. It's like, I know, uh, so so I go back to it and I think I, I have an idea of how to do it. And while I'm doing my dumb idea, that is not the solution. The fucking tower just starts falling into the black hole, you know, as pieces of the planet do. And as it's falling, I go, Oh fuck. I'm supposed to, you know, I'm supposed to, it, once this thing falls through the black hole, it'll be, I'll be in zero G. I could just fucking float up the goddamn <laughs> thing. How did I not think of this? I knew everything about this planet. I knew what it does. I've been on the other side of the black hole. I know pieces of it fall down. Like, why didn't I think it? I wanted to, like, hit myself over the head. Because other games have poisoned game. your mind blah, 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 against blah, 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 blah. natural solutions. Yeah, honestly, I, I think what I thought was that, like, those plot 
pieces didn't fall into the black hole. I don't know why I even thought that because I I had seen <laughs> them do so previously. But uh, yeah, you guys should play the long end. It, it's the same thing with like that sand wall that uh, you have to wait for the sand to get up. You get to it first, and it's like, oh, okay, this is a video game impassable wall. I have to find some other way around. It's like, all no, right. you just gotta wait. Think all that fun you guys just described, but instead of waiting 22 minutes, you wait was like two weeks. days. 22 days. <laughs> and you're just thinking about, I wonder what's going to be up there. I wonder if it's just going to be anything. It's like the Outer Wilds in slow-mo. It's like really dragged out. So it's just super it slow Outer Wilds. Uh, it just sounds like real life, though. A little bit faster than real life. <laughs> the, the suffering. The longing. That's a different game. That is a real game and different game. Oh yeah, that is a real. Yeah. I like that game. That That's fun. a sequel. All right, folks. Like, we're gonna, gets out. We're going to go home tonight. We're going to have to talk about a little bit of news. Can we? Or are we? Please. News. 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 Uh. So, well, we can go through some of these pretty quick. I think some of these are the headline says yeah. it all. But what's uh, the deal with the Super Nintendo system? Am I right? That looks pretty good, right? They're talking. Jason Schreier. How many? How many bits? Wrote a big story about Google Stadia since it was uh, recently announced that they're going to basically keep the project on life support. They're not really going to put any more money to it. Uh, it was basically really overambitious and stupid, is what I really the notes I took. Um, they were spending stuff like ten million dollars per game to put it onto the platform. Like Red Dead Redemption Two, Take Two got ten million dollars for that game to put it on School Stadia. Like Jeez. they were like way spending way too much money, and basically they were like they weren't looking for like most Google products to like or for like most software products to like start small grow a base and then grow with that base they were trying to like compete with the consoles on day one and when the numbers weren't anything like what they imagined they just just said fuck it this is what is the impression i got uh, largely from that article i think flask you probably read it um anything i'm missing is it just because no. Google has like serious fuck you money and they don't Yeah, they do this care? all the time. Yeah, I mean, do, yeah. They, isn't there something called like the Google graveyard or something like that? Like, yeah. and yes. It's, it's, it's because they let employees, you know, come up with, with ideas and then they back them sometimes. Yeah, remember Google Glass? <laughs> yeah, Google, Google on, Glasses. No. I want to think that somewhere they have a team that just like, uh, I don't know. Just decides uh, the cost-benefit ratio of like, does this product actually matter if it if it fails horribly? And uh, they decided the stadium just wasn't worth it. Maybe and I don't know. Or maybe, or maybe they're just dumb. I don't know. Maybe I think they're bad. just. I mean, anyone could seem like a like a million miles away is so stupid. You know, you're paying. First of all, you're paying for subscription, and then you have to buy the games. You don't own the games. If you stop the Google Stadia subscription, you don't get the games anymore. So it's like you're double not owning your games. It's just yeah. it's it's so stupid. <laughs> like who would who'd pay for that? Yeah, I'm sure some people did, but you know, right? It's like the, tech, the idea the idea behind the, the technology itself is is cool. You know, like the convenience. Exactly. The idea that I might be able to just on a whim decide I want to play the latest Assassin's Creed. 
I'm playing it in my bedroom right now with my with my Chromecast. You know that sounds dope. But then yeah, you put in a subscription. You make you say I have to pay. I would have to pay like hundred twenty dollars to play that right now. It's like, are you insane? And then even then, you're probably going to get input lag or something, or it's just going right. to come in and out of four K or what? I don't even know if it promises four K. It probably doesn't. No, I don't. Uh, I don't or maybe on select games, I think they that, did, I but I don't think so. they delivered. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's, the whole thing is just crazy. I mean, I've said, I think I've said this before, but something like GeForce Now, what it originally was, would be much more viable exactly, for me. Yeah. You know, the convenience, but also you own the games in the first place. It's just right. a service. And plus that pricing, that was only like five bucks a month or something like that. Like it was, yeah, it was just, very affordable. Yeah, it's just a service to be able to play your games on not on your you know, main PC, and it's, that's what I would want. But then, like <laughs> these these people who were you know supporting Stadia, the 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 biggest claim I've seen, I every now and then I peek into like the Stadia subreddit or something, and the biggest claim I see is that like no matter what, the the benefit is always going to be that convenience. So the people are like so desperate for this 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 service that they're latching onto this thing that was never going to resemble uh, a, a, a beneficial service for the consumer. You know, it's, it was always going to take advantage of them, but they latched onto it because they were so desperate for this concept. You know, mm-hmm. feels bad. Feels bad. Stadia is doo doo. I guess I'm kind of jumping around, but on the bright side, for those of you who do have Stadia, you guys should check out Terraria, which will be releasing on Stadia after all. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. yeah, so <laughs> Relogic goes back on uh, Red Redigit's uh, big declaration that working with Google was a liability. Right. I mean, it's not a huge shocker knowing that guy, like no, knowing his his general behavior. It's just funny seeing like him make, him taking big swings and getting to the media, and then like immediately copying to it like a week yeah. later. Just a little little PR spanking for Google, and then solves the problem and for for them. Uh, so everyone could do that, right? Just just use their big uh, player base to to get the attention of <laughs> the company that won't help them. Oh yeah, absolutely. Hey, on the bright side, if you're into this series, uh, there's uh, two new Pokemon games, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl remakes. Um, experience yeah, the nostalgic story cool. for Pokemon Diamond and Pearl in a new adventure. I guess that's cool if you're into that. Uh, I am not a Pokemon fan, so I'm just saying cool. Blast, you're the closest we got. Are you into sure. this? I mean, it's... I, I don't own like current Nintendo systems, so by default, no. no. But right, if in maybe in the future, yeah. Generally, the, I'm um, into. Uh, I played the original Pokemon game. Did you see that another Pokemon game they showed off, like for like five minutes, like five seconds? Uh, wait. Yeah, uh, Breath yes, of the Wild, like so. one. Yeah, I think I saw something you calling about that. it. That looked cool. It looked cool. It's. I don't think it's due to 2022, but I will say the trailer they showed. I mean, one, you know, I would say I'm super excited for a game like that. You know, it was like I actually had like Pokemon in the wild and you'd like sneak up on him and throw the Pokeballs, but the world looked bare as fuck. 
That's the problem. Looks like Breath of the Wild's world. It is supposed to be, like, I think, uh, super early in the Pokemon timeline, like, way, way, way before any of the games. Yeah, you're one of the pioneers. I didn't maybe know they this. cared about that kind of thing at all. Well, I think maybe they're going to use it as an excuse, probably, to be like, oh, that's why there's no, like, uh... Buildings or anything. Well, yeah, you uh, know, like, every Pokemon, there's always that, like, one city town or whatever, like, you know, you can go sure. to the fucking multi-store... Um, but I, I bet they won't have that in this game. I don't know, but I bet they won't have any like that in this game. It doesn't seem like it once they showed off. Uh, but it still looks cool. I'm still excited for that one. Definitely more than these remakes. For sure. I mean, that's like that concept is what people have always asked for is like an open world 3D Pokemon game. Yeah. If that's what it is, then sure. <laughs> hey. You uh, Fall Guys fans out there, I got some epic news for you. No, you don't. <laughs> epic Games is buying uh, Mediatonic, the creators of Fall Guys. What do you guys think? All right, for, hold on. First of all, um, do you guys know Season 3 ends in like five days? No, I haven't played that game idea. for a long time. Yeah, I've I haven't either. I that, game I that's a really, about, like, oh, that's a really long ass season. I just don't want to get on and play it. Every now and then I play yeah. a few rounds. Yeah, or, yeah, or that. We'll be watching a movie, and I'll get on and play a round or two. And I'm like, ah, I guess we're in front That's a game I would play, like, with the boys, you know. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like I'm kind of... Nothing wrong with the game. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they're doing anything wrong. I just... Oh, it's not a game that I can play. You got other stuff like to do. Flavor of, uh, flavor of the month or two. Couple flavor of the month, and then when an update comes out, we play it a couple nights. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I, even when this came out, I remember hearing a podcast where they were interviewed, and they said that... Their expectation was really for this game to be like a palate cleanser that people would play after like intense rounds of like CSGO Dude, or Siege or that's exactly or yeah, that's how exactly it what it is. Except uh, yeah, like they, 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 they were talking they were talking about League for me. Right, like they were talking about how shocked, those shocked it was. It was like people's like <laughs> main game and how many hours people were spending on it. Like they said they did not expect that at all. Uh, so what do you think? It's gonna be good for the game, bad for the game? What do you think? Media tonic being bought? Uh, you know, you know, I, I don't really. Hate, so, okay, what I really, on paper, I should not have any problem with this. Like, I don't really understand how that would affect me, but in practice, I feel like Rocket League got a little bit worse after it was bought out by Epic. Yes. And so by default, I'm kind of just assuming that this game is going to get a little bit worse in some annoying ways. Yeah, didn't Rock leave? I and I have played almost your Rock League. Didn't it have like a phase where yeah, it got like bad and then it got like a little better. Yeah, I went onto it into it on the podcast at one point right after the acquisition. It got worse for some reason. Just like why? Because <laughs> exactly on paper it shouldn't make any difference. It's just acquisition by a different company. But somehow in practice, yeah, I, there's something to feel a little bit pessimistic about. A little bit like hesitant. A little bit, uh, yeah. It's hey, but I tell you what, maybe, just maybe, we're gonna be seeing some new Marvel skins for my boys, some Star Wars skins. I don't know if that's a Fortnite exclusive deal or an Epic exclusive deal, but you know, just saying. I clapped because I know Star Wars. Actually, you know what? Hold on, new news story here. Isn't that crazy how many fucking skins Fortnite has? Dude, uh, I actually was gonna, I was not going to bring this up. Uh, 
They have a lot, but I re-downloaded Fortnite and spent eight bucks to, to buy a Xenomorph skin. That's what I'm saying. They got Alien, they got Predator, <laughs> they got Terminator, they got Marvel, they got Star Wars. Dude, they have, it was they have Marvel characters that aren't even like showing up in other Marvel games. They got like a crazy amount of X-Men that you know that everyone wants to see in other games. They got more Marvel, are, are you, <laughs> Marvel heroes than Marvel honestly, Avengers. Dude, I yes. think part of it is that like when your game is big enough that like. If if you can look up to see if like Kathleen Kennedy has small kids, and you can be like, okay, yeah, they probably play <laughs> Fortnite. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, for sure. And like you know, and then in the, in the fucking skins that are in Fortnite or the Marvel characters are like the cool comic book skins. They're not like reimagined pieces. Yeah, of they're shit pretty skins. cool, dude. Like it's fucking crazy. Like I don't like Fortnite. I don't want to play it. I don't. I don't really like battle royales. I don't like shooters. But it's just crazy how many skins that game has. Yeah, Travis Scott concert. They actually yeah, fucking uh, Star Wars revealing their first trailer in the game. Insane. Apparently, they just added Ant Man to the game. Got Ant Man. That's all. Oh, I if got. only if it was for something that I cared about. Even yeah, right. A single percent. Yeah, I know, dude. I I bought that the uh, Xenomorph skin. I just uninstalled the game. It's like, ah, eh, just in case what? I play it and die. <laughs> so yeah, <You> mad lad. <laughs> this is probably the spiciest story on the docket. But uh, wait, wait. I just wanted to say, like that the whole the thing we were agreeing on, Andy, about the Epic Game situation is like uh-huh. it can boil down to. Uh, there's no precedent for that kind of acquisition by Epic Games being of benefit to me, but there is precedent for it being uh, negative from my experience. So that's why, you know. Sure. Anyway, sorry. I, I get you. That, that's 100% how I feel. Yeah. So Frogwares DMCA'd the Sinking City to delist it from Steam after publisher Nacon allegedly published it there illegally. This is a long story, and I think we've talked about the first parts of this at some point last year because it's been ongoing. Yeah. Just a a quick recap. The Sinking City is a game developed by Frogwares and published by Nacon. At least contractually, that was the deal. The Sinking City is published also independently by Frogwares on some other platforms, like the consoles. Um... So Nacon and Frogwares apparently had enlisted into a contract to develop a PC Steam release of The Sinking City, and Frogwares alleges that Nacon missed milestone payments throughout so that they were unpaid, and uh, they uh, withheld the game for payment, and, you know, this kind of went on for a while with I think there might have even been a previous attempt for um Nacon to list the game and then it was delisted and it was just tied up in courts. I'm not gonna get into the legalities because I'm not a lawyer and people should just read the story if they're that interested. Mm-hmm. But the highlights uh this culminated with this DMCA. Um still Frogware's alleging that they <clears throat> that they uh, were never paid, so Nacon did not have the right to publish this game because the, Nacon had reneged on the contract first. So, Frogwares followed up with a blog post, and it's not linked here. Um, somebody could find it. Frog, Frog, Frogwares followed up with a blog, blog post in which they um, described how Nacon got this game released on Steam, 
And what they allege is that Nacon purchased the game legally from Games Planet, which is a distributor that Frogwares is publishing a PC release on. And then they hacked the game, basically pirated it to remove certain things that allege to other entities that Frogwares is attached to. And they also put in DLC in the game that was never part of any contract with Nacon. That so Nikon has no ownership over to get a release on Steam. So Frogwares is alleging that they hack that they pirated it and hacked the game. Or sorry, well I guess they didn't pirate it. They they bought the game illegally, then they hacked the game to release it on Steam. Right. Um, they they even like made a video. This is a bunch of madness. All the, all the yeah. things that are they can get apparently away removed or changed. Now that being said, Nikon has released a blog post that is basically denied. Denying everything that Frogwares said. Um, Nacon has said that they've paid Frogwares X amount, which is uh, exactly what their contract states and on time, etc. You know, Nacon is basically saying they did nothing wrong. Frogwares withheld the game uh, despite the uh, uh, despite Nacon fulfilling their contract. And then um, Nacon said that they had a, a court order that, that gave them every right to do... Uh, whatever they needed to publish the game. So, I don't know. I mean... I mean, is that true? Did they show the court order? It seems well, like they're really easy uh, to prove, right? Like, if, you know... There, there's, there is further court things... Okay. I, I'm, I'm kind of, like, paraphrasing. They didn't get a court order saying that they could publish the game. They basically had, like, a uh, an appeal that was, like, being further discussed about gotcha. whether they could... They can't Right. Openly talk about it, but right, something like that. I should know more about that, but I'm kind of doing this from memory. I read about all this yesterday. Uh, yeah, that thing yeah. sounds insane. Something to note is that Frogwares does have a lot of control over the narrative on the internet right now, um, and that can be a little dangerous, especially if you're just it's just like he said, she said bullshit that yeah. you get to be kind of wary of as a casual observer. Um, but it, you know, it's it seems like there's a lot of scumminess going on, and right now it looks stacked against Nacon. Um, yeah. But I've also heard mutterings of like, has Frogwares had this problem with people in the past? And it's like if if everywhere you go it smells like shit, you know, <laughs> are you the shit? Yeah, the shit that's under your goes. shoe. <laughs> <laughs> if you everywhere you go it smells shoe? like shit, are you the shit? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, part of this just feels like if Frogwares is right, then Nacon is like extremely cartoonishly evil. Yes, like that. You, you know what I mean? Like that is like insane. If and it would also right. their stated actions would be like easy to call them on. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, so I was thinking, is it really easy to prove? Like. Like, did was this money paid? Was this money not? Yeah, like, there's kind of like pay say? stubs and records and. Oh, Didn't play the game really? though, so uh, I don't know. I'm still gonna. I still need to play that at some point. I still want. I saw that Grimbeard I... uh, review on it, and he liked a lot of things about it. Yeah, you know, John, you, 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 I, I quote John as saying he likes a good seven out of ten game, and from what I understand. <laughs> 
Actually, you know what? I was going to send you, yeah, after watching that Grimbeard review, I was like, you know what? I think this is just, this is exactly for John. This is a John game. That's right. <laughs> I bought the other one. The Call of Cthulhu? Yeah. I think this one's supposed to be like slightly better than that. Did you, uh. Yeah, I didn't finish Pop- both. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I bought that and I uh, stopped playing it because I fucking hated it. I didn't hate it. I, just, I wouldn't be whatever. surprised if Sinky said he was better than that Call of Duty game. I feel you know he's writing those reviews because that's what I'm always talking about. Like Focus Interactive, dude. They always like I don't know if they're a publisher or developer, but they always pump out like games like that, like Vampire, like some solid seven out of ten games. Dude, Vampire was such a good game. That was crazy how good that game was, or enjoyable, I guess. Well, fellas, this happened. It's finally it's happening, and everybody can go home. Oh, thank Elden God. Elden Ring trailer oh. has been leaked. Ooh, at least parts of it. Oh, old trailers? Oh, sorry, the full leak trailer. It's two minutes long. Have you guys seen it? I've no. seen the snippets when I the snippets it. were out. I didn't see the, the oh full my trailer. God. You, you didn't trolling? see the full trailer? I, trolled trolled? It. I, I only thought Is it was like the me? tiny little uh, pieces. I was like, I don't give a I'm fuck. Clicking the I'm clicking the link. I'll let Andy troll me. It was assembled in the forge. Uh, this has to be some sort I mean, I'm not going to yeah, watch that, it. I don't uh, care about this game. I don't give a shit about that. I didn't hear anything about a 12 second or two minute trailer. Oh no, I'm watching it. It looks like a full trailer. Looks like a game. Of some sort. This shit looks like Black Desert Online or something like that. I don't know. I'm not that psyched. I'll be honest. It really does. Andy, uh, you've seen the whole two minutes. What are are your comments? Oh. uh, All right. Seriously? Okay. So the game has... It seems like... Okay. I'm not going to super Dark Souls nerd about this, but it it really does seem like they're trying to do it all, which is going to be interesting to see. It seems like there might be... I'm, I'm imagining after seeing a trailer that there's... Gonna be Dark Souls dungeons with like a Breath of the Wild style overworld with Sekiro stealth. By the way, that that trailer is pretty sure not real. What? Actually, no, that trailer is real. Yeah. What? Wait. What is it? Don't play with my heart. Real or is it not real? Uh, Parts of the trailer are real. I feel like you're trolling us. Parts of the trailer. Parts of the trailer are real. Arch the trailer are real. It's like Frankenstein's monster. So when, the are, the, when are they going to show off, like, officially show it off? Who, Who knows? knows? Oh. Honestly, the Some thing I'm looking forward to most did. about... Yeah. The thing I'm looking forward to most about this game is not even something that you could show through a trailer. Uh, it's just, like, as someone who's read a lot of Wait, George R. R. Martin works and a lot of his more like obscure Jar Jar R. Martin Jar Jar R. Martin Jar Jar Ming could you imagine the thing I'm most excited about about this game is him writing the lore like I'm I'm, that that's why I I mean obviously it's from soft so it would be fun to play but like the the lore in this game is intriguing how would you feel how would you feel John or, or sorry how would you feel Flask if like the first book you read is about Jon Snow (laughs) <laughs> like he just he's following Straight stuff up. he's following shit up in the just game in this pasted. unrelated Elden yeah what if game? he finishes what's the book he worked on Song of Fire and oh Ice oh my god Wind the game winter yeah what if he released that Wind book Wind inside Elden Ring completely an item description you gotta find it <laughs> yeah you gotta find it like a book that you can pick up off the shelf you guys you guys would see me get 300 hours pretty quick <laughs> <laughs> 
I just gotta find all the pages. You gotta find it and then also translate it from the language he made up for the race in the. You have to invade other people to get their pages. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Work with Kurt for that one. Kurt, please let me see your pages, please. I'll do anything. That's a pretty badass. John, you kind of talk about the. And then you finally collect them all. uh, You finally collect all the pages, and it turns out to be another fucking wild cards uh, Uh, novel. uh, It turned out to be like The Hobbit or something. (laughs) (laughs) He changes the name of the characters, like Jon Snow. Sorry, uh, Wild Cards is a a superhero franchise that he has worked on for decades with other authors. and oh, really? one, of the, one of the jokes in the fandom is that like he works on wild cards as one of the, the things when he shouldn't be. So uh, and every that's, now that's and the joke. Thing. Every now and then, George. Oh, I, I, at least he used to have this. I, I imagine by now he's grown wise to the tone. He used to have big reveal posts where he would like reveal, and like you know, obviously people were waiting for Winter Winter and it would be like a reveal about shit he's working on with wild cards. <laughs> yep, that's pretty funny. Now that you understand the joke, you can laugh at it and enjoy it. <laughs> John, you. you kind of touched on this one earlier, but uh, um, I Marvel's Avengers is making more of a grind rather than uh, a, so. What you have here is it's more of an XP line than a curve right now. Oh yeah, I can go into this if you want. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, so what they're saying, and you know, they actually I didn't see an article with them trying to like. Uh, Reclarify. It's not that people didn't understand what they were saying. They understand perfectly. <laughs> they just think you're they're stupid. Yeah, so they want right now, as I said before, you know, when you're playing, you level up like three or four times. And that can still happen even when you get to the higher levels. So their thought process is, you know, the stupid gamers are getting too many skill points at once and they're they're overwhelmed. They don't even know what they're putting the skill points into anymore. How are you supposed to Remember all the sick attacks you just got, you know, if you're not putting them in <laughs> one per two to four missions. My brain is far too Which small. could be, like, basically, like, one skill point per, like, you know, one to three hours. Uh, and, and the solution is they want you to get, uh, early on, get a bunch of skill points so you can unlock the basic fucking moves that should just be basic moves. And then, yeah, then as you get higher... You know, a skill point every couple hours. Uh, why are they working on stuff like this? Work on stuff that <laughs> fucking matter. It's like there's yeah. so much broken stuff in the game. Oh and they're just like, God. oh, yeah, we're going to work on the thing that no one cares about. Like, yeah, like one, of the, uh, one of the articles yeah. points out that like they're inventing a problem to solve. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's crazy. That's why there's, there's no way this game doesn't go free to play or gets, like, either it goes free to play and they just work on it like slowly, like a. Uh, like a no man's sky or they finish their obligation of like sending out spider-man and i think black panther because those are all the ones they officially promised and then they're probably just gonna be like uh we're done see you later the, the, the craziest thing to me is that they literally they had the balls to come out and tell players explicitly oh yeah warn them grind now get your level like C now said, yeah they literally told them to grind now that insane, and that's crazy. It's Play gonna now, because it's gonna get even worse later. <laughs> For the five hundred of you that are still playing, you better fucking <laughs> to think that those five hundred people level, you know, five hundred people 
probably already have all the characters. Because you can, I mean, seriously, right now, or, you know, it's even more fucked up, right? Because the best way to level your character up is, like, guides online. You don't, you don't, like, play the game or do the missions or, like, the end game content. You just go to the training room and you do, like, the same training mission over and over. And it's just the, you know, the XP to time bonus or whatever is just the, the highest. And you can get a character to max level in, like, two hours, two, three hours. Hmm. I mean, that's if you want to just mainline the game so you can play the... Well, you know, I mean, and normally, you know, for a live service game like that, so it's... Whatever, you would do that because the whole, you know, uh, role hmm. of the game is the end game content. It's the raids after you've leveled up your character. Uh, but in this, <laughs> there's nothing. You level up your character and then you just... You can redo the stuff you did when you were low level. Nice. But I feel powerful now. I just don't like, know, like her to play with me. <laughs> I just don't get it, man. After all that. Why don't, why don't you like me, man? Am I wrong? Am I out of touch? No, it's oh. the Kurt who is wrong. Hey, yeah. speaking of Kurt not playing with John, uh, Microsoft's Bethesda acquisition passed uh, regulatory hurdles. I did. I think so I've seen my... an article uh, very today that it's 100% yeah, done. Yeah, it's all it's done. Through. Yeah. Oh, this link is a 404 not found. Oh, God. <laughs> this is a made-up story. What, the Marvel Avengers? Fake. The Bethesda. The Bethesda one. Oh, it's, no, it's just, this is real, I swear. Uh, so, I've yeah, seen it. They own Bethesda now. Sweet. It is weird. Uh, yeah, I guess. What I does mean, that mean for uh, Elder Scrolls and all sorts of all the Bethesda titles? Yeah, there's it some could. stuff coming to the Game Pass soon, right? From them? Uh, they said they said that there were some Bethesda games coming to Game Pass this week. Mm, That'll be cool. Okay, this week, wow. Um, yeah, I mean, whatever, even if they're exclusive, pretty much anything. I mean, actually, no, I think it's, you know, everything that comes out on the new Xbox or whatever um, comes out on Windows 10. Actually, not yep. only everything, but most things, right? Oh, uh, no, I think uh, everything now. Or, like, oh, at shit. least their major releases, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Right. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think there's anything as such as an exclusive on the Xbox as a true exclusive on the Xbox anymore. Oh, yeah. I don't care. Oh, we got a computer. That, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, yep. Yeah, I mean, gives me a reason to keep my Game Pass subscription now that I've got Deep Rock on Steam. I guess maybe it'll be some good Bethesda games. You can play uh, Skyrim. Yeah, Skyrim. Really enjoy it this time. Maybe I will flask. <laughs> Without, I won't even have the Steam Workshop or anything. No. No, Who you'll have it? the you'll have the Creation uh, Club. You probably can't mod Skyrim on Game Pass, right? I, I don't know. I've never just don't know don't about that. You, you can, you can. I'm if sure you can it, mod it. It just really depends what uh edition it is. If it's like the special edition, yeah. I mean, no, because I know edition, we were talking yeah. about how like games on Game Pass are like almost like fucking hidden on your computer. Yes. Oh, are they? Yeah, you cannot access them. At all. Yeah, so oh, how are you going to mod a game you can't access? Oh, yeah, actually, that's a good point. It's like, uh, well, I, I was able, well, I don't know how, but I was able to get my uh, grounded save. Uh, to, and put well, I mean, getting a save it. is like just finding a specific file. Doing a mod is like a Changing potentially a bunch of different files. It's just a lot of games make that easy. Well, for Skyrim, usually, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Microsoft is definitely a long time. 
And definitely it would not be as easy as like, you know, Steam with their workshop. Uh, could do it. Look, I mean, you can't mod Skyrim on a refrigerator, so why would you be able to mod Skyrim on your Game Pass, you know? That's pretty sure. That's what I'm saying. And honestly, I think that Bethesda would probably like that better because they have their stupid uh, mod store on their games. Yeah. So. That's true. I do think it's an interesting relationship that Outer Wilds was released day one Game Pass. Obsidian ostensibly a competitor of Bethesda, and they're really... They're probably going to be releasing Starfield whenever that comes out, day one Game Pass soon. It all comes together. Starfield! Starfield! Are you guys saying that? That'd like be kind of wild. That'd be kind of wild if that game released on Game Pass. I was just handling Vito. When you, when you think about how much money Skyrim it's made, family? just <laughs> them releasing their next big game Family's good. on a platform. Man. Essentially for free on like a, a, a subscription service like that, yeah. Right. It was, you know, My, customers. You really gotta wonder about the money that makes Game Pass work. Uh, you know, money. Money good. God. Wait, I just realized this we'll the answer to. Like, they, like, I, they, I think they've even said they've been <laughs> losing money on Game Pass. It's like. Yeah. How are they justifying these costs? Like, how much money are they willing to dump into it? Like, yeah, what's this? What's the strategy? When's the payoff? You know, we probably talked about a news article on this podcast in the past where when someone they raise the price, right? Talks about how like it's supposed to work, and we just forget what they said officially, their official line at least about how their system is supposed to work. Remember yeah, that episode of It's Always Sunny where they're giving out the Patty's bucks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're not exactly I, sure like how it, it but it, it's going to work. I thought though. you knew how it works. <laughs> yeah. That's what I feel like Game Pass is. And I'm not going to say anything because I'm getting free drinks at, at the bar. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Phil, Spencer, Phil Spencer goes home and just sweating like, oh, God. When are you going to find out? Oh, my God. <laughs> When All do we right. make money? I guess now the campfire went out, right? I think it's time. Campfire was never felt, for us felt to, a little cold. Uh, wait, I think wait. it's time for us to start. I think it's time for us to start the show. But I'll be honest, Flash, that round table of yours, <laughs> it got us a little. Uh, it got a little long. So sidetracked. Sidetracked. <laughs> a few tangents. It's been a solid uh, four-hour. Uh, episode of our 90 day fiance fan pod mm-hmm. called the transporter room hey we got it all this podcast we really did we we really covered it all we got i 90 love day 90 day fiance we got so we got valheim that's for you gamers out there yeah loop we hero got... that's from you indie gamers out there that's right we got fights and tights you never even heard of that one all nope. right we got uh we got uh, we we dunked on Marvel's Avengers several times. That's for you, uh, cynical gamers out there. I'm saying, if you're one of those, you know, hit us up. We might hang out. Hey, up. if you're uh, listening, <laughs> if you have any other funny shows that uh, email me, please. Yeah, email mm-hmm. us. I'll watch them. Where at? I'll get Knox to the watch them. Where, where, where would I email, email one of my favorite Broken Just Campfire podcasters? Oh, uh, at the Broken Campfire at Gmail dot net. 
No. <laughs> Specifically <laughs> wrong. <laughs> That's why I didn't even shoot. I knew I'll, I'll, I'll be on. The dot net got me. Wait, what is it? Please tell them. It is brokencampfire at gmail.com. That email oh. address that you can send us at, it is brokencampfire at gmail.com. Not dot tell gov. Me, tell me no, how you the... liked listening to me talk about 90 Day Fiance. We're going to watch My 600 Pound Life. That'll be good. Send in your recommendations for more games like The Outer Wilds and Return of the Obra Dinn. I believe that I will be. Hold on, Return of the Obra, I'm done. Shit. John, you're literally not invited back. You're done. You're absolutely done, dude. John, if if every podcast you appear in smells like shit, (laughs) maybe you're the shit. I am the shit. I am shit. Oh, no, everybody. That's me, sorry. Yeah, maybe it's your upper lip, John. (laughs) What? What? He maintains a shit upper lip. I got shit lip? You tell you me. You got a dirty old shit lip? Or you got a terminal case of shit lip. Oh, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see what Jar Jar Martin's up to. Can you imagine <laughs> that? He'd be like the Gungan, like the, the one that let him borrow the ship. <laughs> You saw no tell me what winds of winter do. Alright, Greg, lead us out. Tell us about uh, 90 Day Fiance. Jamison, are we still on schedule to arrive at more than 38 hours? Jordy, yes, sir. We're at Warp 4 now, Jamison. Picard, I want to jump to Warp 8 so we arrive ahead of our announced ETA. It'll throw Cardis off balance, and we can catch him before he's ready. Just end it. I don't. He's doing Star Trek stuff. Ready for exactly what, Admiral Jamison? I believe Cardis is planning something new, something that's still in danger. uh, The Hodges' lives, Picard. What happened to your communication to bring you to that conclusion? It seems a big jump, Jamison. I'm not at liberty to say, Picard. The negotiation is not the answer to the issue here. The Hodges' lives are at stake. Star Trek too short. Ten six eight seven Act Two Thirty Two Sixty Three Continued Picard. I agree. The most important thing is saving the lives of the hostages, Jamison. And you agree with that too, Riker? Riker, I do, sir. Jamison, good, because I plan to personally lead an away team on an armed rescue mission to get them out of there. Isn't Jamison the 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 interim captain for that one episode where he's like gruff? I but... I, I, I think so. I was trying to. Re- I, I don't remember who Jamison was. I just, I just grabbed I feel like a he's random that, Star that Trek guy script. Who, the episode portrays him as being wrong, but when you look at it objectively, he's actually like a good captain. <laughs> admiral Mark Jamison. Oh, he became an admiral, or maybe he was an admiral who was filling in as captain. Anyway, next time on the or, or, Transporter Room podcast. Oh, or are you thinking of Edward Jellico? Oh, Jellico. Okay, yeah, I was thinking of Jellico. Yeah, this was a season one episode, very early on. Jellico was much later. Was later on, I think. 